Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Talking Bullshit Podcast, Season 2, Episode 12. Don't you ever, yeah, bon, bon, don't ever <laughs> in your life do that bullshit again. Who who, who in their right mind? Yo, I'm a DMCA. What was that, a DMCA digital shit? Don't you ever play that song while I'm talking. You crazy? You know why that man is doing that? Because for this glorious new episode today, the clicking noise is gone. The clickety clack. I'm finally upgrading my mic again. My mic was screwed up. Did a couple episodes. <laughs> I didn't feel like getting a new one. Finally got my new mic. So that's so former A mic is a little bit hating over there. So he's playing some noise to kind of steal my thunder. But as I said, welcome, welcome to the Talking Bullshit Podcast. It's your boy Kadeem. Uh, everyone, give your uh, introductions. Yo, this is Gus. That's it. <laughs> I don't think I, do. I don't think we're ever gonna stop laughing at this nigga. Nah, man. I, try, I like to keep it simple and quick, you know. I know that's what you tell the girls. Uh, anyways, your boy Israel said it, aka Mister Wash Popping, ready for another episode. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Tech and Music fan, ready to you know give some great conversation for the fans, for the listeners. Holla at us, Tech musician. Did you just, did you just... Really gonna what do this? What was that supposed to be? Well, that 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 didn't even. What, sound what, what, what was the description of that noise? Stupid. <laughs> Please. What was the description of that noise? <laughs> Who did one, that last one? Who did the one before the bell? It's, it's all tech. tech. It's all tech. Uh, that's the, I would not do any he's, kind of child stuff only, like that. That was that was. He's the only. No, it wasn't because I don't have no fucking thing like that. I don't have no fucking. It was uh, all tech. Sound effect shit. Bro, we are recording in video. Tech, you can see this tech. nigga do it. You can this nigga has a fucking go. microphone that records echoes or some sh- some shit that he be re- yelling in people's ears. Are you using that, that same shit mean, from like three no, years ago? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh my god, man! What was that noise? What was the description of that noise, nigga? What noise? I don't know. Bell. Like, I, I I you can see the app. You can see the app off your glasses. You fucking fool. <laughs> <laughs> you go watch the way oh, you talk to me, nigga. You see the whole soundboard off your glasses in different colors. You was just watch in green. the way. Watch the way you talking to me, nigga. Fucking idiot. Jesus. Yo, anyway, let's bring it back. <laughs> you know it's funny, right? He's going to play this noise. I'll mute this nigga mic for the whole fucking, fucking episode. Stop fucking with me, Tuck. Get me tight. No doubt, man. No problem. I got you. Anyway, he's going to do that shit again. I can see the phone in your hand. I don't tr- Put your phone down, bro. I don't trust you. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to get right, right into it. Um, This is a little bit more of a... Uh, I don't want to say it's a, a very deep episode but it's definitely a lot of uh there's a lot of shit we got to get over so we're gonna pretty much jump right into it keep it you know consistent as we go through so um jump right into the starting questions or better yet just to give you guys the taste we got the starting questions we got uh the police brutality that happened to andrew brown uh lil reese and his antics joe budden the joe budden podcast or the joe budden saga continues kwame brown Everybody remember that name. That man is on a terror for this last week. Kwame Brown. Yo, greatest son of ever did. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Are we really going to do this the whole episode? No, nah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. This bro. guy, man. Then we're like, going to go into quick hits. We got Gus with the bullshit of the week. We're going to throw down some sports because we got some shit to say to Gus. Then we're going to finish off with the latest <laughs> topic. Referees helped. And then end the night. So we're going to jump right into it. We got starting questions. We got two today. We're going to go to the first one. First question to start off. Would you be offended if your woman proposed to you? Absolutely. I start off. I start off. Shut the fuck up. I wouldn't be offended, but I might easily offend her. I think that women should be allowed to propose. I don't, I'm not into the whole gender roles, uh, gender specific things that, oh, women are the only ones that could be proposed to, whatever. But me being proposed to, you have to have thick skin because the awkwardness of it will make me laugh. And if I'm laughing at you and you're trying to propose to me, I just feel like that can go hella wrong really, really quick. But like, could you imagine you talking to your girl like, yeah, baby, anyway, I'm about to go over there and I'm about to, I'm about to shoot hoops real quick. And you turn around and you're like, babe, what the fuck you? And she on one knee. <laughs> just on one knee behind you. That would be the most hilarious thing in the world. Yeah. Um, so no, I wouldn't be offended. I just, I, I might easily offend. But I also don't think that men should be the only ones to propose. I definitely agree with you, Israel. Um, I would not be offended. I would hope more women would start realizing that this is a new, the 21st century. We all do think we all want to be equal. We all want to do things um, the same as others. So I feel like being proposed to by either sex is no problem. If my woman just wanted to propose to me and we've been together for X amount of years and she feel like it's time and she want to pop it, I'll have no objection. I have no problems because she wants to. She loves me a lot, and she wants to. She wants to show that how much she loves me by trying to want me to marry her. So I feel like people are they that's criticizing women for actually proposing to men. It's kind of kind of it's kind of crazy because you can't claim and preach that you want to be equal. You can't preach that you want equality when you're not willing to give it up. You can't be selective to that shit. All right. So if this was if this was like 1960s or the 50s where women couldn't vote and stuff like that, would you like to go back to those days? I think not. So I feel like if your fellow sister is proposing to a man, don't put it down. Don't say I wouldn't do that. This and that. Just be happy for, you know. So yeah, I'm definitely not objected to women proposing to a man. Well, I'm not objected to that either. You know, I'm all about equality. But one thing that that women will have to understand is that there's a higher chance that they might actually get a no. Because a lot of men don't want to get married and they don't want to feel pressured into marriage. So unless you know for a fact that he's going to say yes, if you just randomly just go out there and do that, you might get embarrassed. And he might tell your ass no, or he might do it Israel and walk off on you. So I wouldn't. First of all, I never said walk off. I said <laughs> laugh at. But it's the same thing. A man has to build up the courage to ask that question because at the end of the day, it's still an opportunity for a no. But let's be real though. You know, the majority of women are brought up to hey. Find a husband, you know, have somebody propose to you. And if you're in a relationship with somebody for a long time, she's literally waiting for you to propose to her. If you put yourself in a situation with, thank you, Gus, what the fuck was that, bro? Why the fuck you got to mention my name, man? Because I know who like, you, nigga. The fuck, man? That could have been Kadeem. That could have been Israel. No, nigga, 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 nigga want to mention my name. Slowest, phone, bro. The slowest reaction to fucking up ever. So, so like I was saying, um, like in a relationship, when it comes to like longevity and stuff like that, the majority of the time the woman is waiting for the man to propose. And if a man is not ready and you just decide, hey, we've been together for a while, I'm just going to drop this and 
bunch of a bunch of like in front of a bunch of whole people like stuff like that, you going you might get turned down. You might. So look do you think stupid. that is? Do you think that? It, well, for me, I think public any public proposal has that fear, right? Too, yeah. Because yeah, like the chance of saying no, and people do say no. Uh, women say no uh, all the time. That doing that in public has got to be one of the most frightening things. But, uh, and I know this ain't necessarily like a big topic that we had discussed, but for like the idea of, I think that anything can make a guy grow up and be ready. Like we just waiting for a man to say that he's ready as opposed to like, it's like when a nigga has a baby and he's like really immature in his ways, but then he has a baby and all of a sudden you see that nigga change. How could that, could it be possible that be the same thing when it comes to marriage and love? Could be. I, I like I said, I I think it's cool. I think both parties should be able to do it if they feel ready to do it. But they should have have had those conversations or something, so it's not a shock. Like you don't just randomly run up on yeah. somebody and just be like, hey, well, let's that's get a both, that's definitely a both a both ways type of thing. Yeah. I, uh no, I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I, I I'm not objected to it for another relationship, fine. That that makes perfect sense if a, a woman loves someone enough that they want to propose to their husband, their their boyfriend to make them their husband. Sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be less like, oh my God, what you guys are doing is the devil. No, no, no. But <laughs> the devil. Jesus well you know Christ. you know how you know these white people. Nah, you know the nah, let me say these white people. These far right people that, you know, everything they bring about the Christianity or something. But for me personally, no. If a I don't care how long I've been with a woman. If she was to propose to me, I and I'm, I'm trying. I'm thinking reactionary. I would probably say no or I'd walk away. Uh, there's a few things that walk away. Probably I don't know. I I, I just it's, it's, it's just one of it's she just ladies, one of the, like I said. Be careful. No, Make sure you know your man. That, so that's the thing, right? Because like, I don't think somebody's gonna pop it, a question without knowing. So no, no, yes, yeah, it happens all the time. Bro. It happens that's all the time, crazy. and men included. Men will drop a proposal, and a woman will say no. no I, I throw the idea around, but I ain't gonna be like no, just no, pop no. The People, question there are definitely me. men who will propose to a woman, and there's definitely women who have said no because I, they're not ready yet. I'm so sure. That's not, that's not, when you want to prep that woman before you actually, but that's that's the point that I'm saying, right? If like I'm, I'm thinking about to my wife, right, and what led up to our proposal. Me and my wife, when I proposed, was 2016. Me and my wife were together for seven years at the time. At like the five year mark, maybe four or five year mark, she was dropping those little like, you know, when are we gonna get married type of situation. So I've always known that she wants to get married, but I knew I wasn't ready at the time. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm a typical man. I wanted to be in a financial place that made sense. I wanted to make sure that like I, I can move in a certain way. Like I a typical guy rhetoric, right? And no, smart, smart guy rhetoric. Well, yeah, but you know, some people you know say love of everything. But yeah, a lot of people <clears throat> jump into relationships that they can't afford. Yeah, like but and I I know like my wife used to always say like you know she used to tell me like you know when when will you ever propose to me? And I was like I don't know, and I could tell everyone what went through my mind. Me and my wife. We're planning a trip. Um, we, I think we was going on a cruise in July, and like two weeks before the cruise, randomly out my head, I was like, "Huh, I think I should propose to my wife." Like it, something clicked, and something in my head I was like, "Yeah, I should propose to her." I went, and within those two weeks, I went up. I searched up and down for a ring. I bought a ring. I told, spoke to her mom, told her that I was proposing. To her told my parents this and the third, and then you know I planned to propose to my wife on the cruise. Right. But it it wasn't something that she 
like manipulated, right? I was, I was randomly, I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to propose to my wife and I'm ready to, you know, make her my fiance. For me personally, if my wife was to just drop the bomb and just propose to me, if I'm not ready and you just propose to me, I'm still not ready. So I'll still say no. Or even if this, oh, there's the idea behind it, throw an idea behind it. Well, if you could throw the idea behind it and you're ready, then there's no reason to wait. Then you would have sort of, if, it, if it's a money thing, you're like, oh, well, I need a ring or something like that. And you guys are saving up. And she was low-key saving up on the side for you to get the ring. Sure. I get it. But no. I, I If you propose to me just off of like, I'm tired of waiting. I want to propose. I just, I don't, even if you have that much love. And then another thing for me is that what what's going to happen? She puts the ring on your finger. So then you guys are going to walk around and you're going to have a wedding band on your finger and she's going to walk around with no wedding band. That's, that's backwards. Cause what would she propose to you with? And call me ignorant to that. I don't know. I'm really asking like, would you, would you be walking around for until you're married with a wedding band on your finger or uh, an engagement ring on your so finger? So when I think about it, I don't, I don't actually ever think about like the ring part. I just think about the asking part. Like, so, but you're gonna get on your knee and present me with something. What are you gonna present me with a piece of paper? No, like, like I don't like for me personally. Like, if if I I just don't picture it like somebody giving me a ring. Okay, so I that get what would make it way so more weirder. I get what you're like picturing. Asking. I get I get I get what you're picturing. Let's let's talk about what would happen. Yeah. Right. You're in a you're at a restaurant. You guys had a nice night. She yeah. turns around. She gets on her knees. What is she presenting to you? I'm a off. ring. Ah, that's crazy. Ah, mm. that's, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> you, sure, you, you sure you're ready for podcasting? With that type of word, bro. That's kind of crazy. But no, seriously, like, what is she presenting to you? So I, so I don't. I, me personally, I just, I don't know why I can't picture the ring. Like for me, like for a woman to give so, me a ring. So then, so, and then here's my next. I point, think it's. Right? I think the what well, a proposal, because proposal is a question. Right, you're proposing you, something. Right, but there's Would an act to the but there's an act to go with the proposal. You propose. It with doesn't a have to be. It's but traditional. It, okay. Oh yeah, it's, it's traditional. traditional. So let's go by traditional. Let's that's the pro- let's stop trying to change up everything. Let's go by what the traditional is. So like you can't say, oh well, yeah, but the, the traditional. But, we, but you can't okay. say that with marriage because marriage traditionally is a man gets um, on his knees and proposes a ring. No, so but, if a girl is, but if the a girl whole is idea gonna, of marriage. So if we, and I'm sorry to take it outside of what we're talking about. Like we're talking about just a proposal. But the reason why I don't like thinking about any traditions of marriage because marriage traditionally is just like it's pretty much like an ownership, like a trade off. I own your daughter. I own your this woman now. That's what that's what okay. traditionally marriage is about. But yeah, but you're okay. You're you're going left with this. I get what you're saying. I, I, I said this, I said this off that, but yeah. I said that's why I don't want to think about this. I, okay, I, I don't I get agree it. with the traditional. But okay, so if I ask any of the three of you guys in here, you're gonna go propose to the girl that you're dating for ten years. What are you doing before you propose to the propose to that girl? You're gonna get a ring, right? Right or wrong? Everyone here is gonna say no, and don't say no. You know, well, everyone, tech, tech. I know what tech's gonna do. Well. Before well, I, I do, okay, all right, before wait. Before I you even, say that, tech. Wait, wait. Before you say that, tech. You were previously married, married, right? When you proposed, did, what did you do before you got married? Did you get a ring? Yeah, I got before a ring. You, got, you got a ring before you got married. So, Gus, what would you do before you get? You're about to get married to the girl you want. What is the first thing you're doing? You have fifty thousand dollars in your hand. Nope. So, cash is not an issue. So, I mean, <laughs> Gus is not spending. The first, the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do is. I'm going to really think about this shit <laughs> before no, I no, no, okay, come on. No, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. You're using, you're using semantics to answer around the question. You Close want to that. get married. You want to if get I married want to, to this I, girl. Me, if yeah, I want listen, to get married. You want to, please don't add any semantics. You <laughs> want to get married. What is the first thing you're doing before you go tell the, tell the woman that you love that you're going to get, uh, will you marry? You're I going guess. to buy a ring. 
But yeah, but also you can also say I want to speak to the parents. I want to speak to our friends. You know? That's some. You're once again bringing but semantics. You, okay, everyone's different. Okay. You already spoke to the parent. You already spoke to the parent before I bought the ring. I already spoke to her mom before I bought the <laughs> my ring. So you, so you already, you already, you have a billion dollars in your account. Your parents are okay. Take out the semantics. This is what I mean. I, I, everyone, I, I, everyone wants to say I, that, but they I, don't I, answer the question correct. I will buy a ring. Okay. Yes, you will buy a ring. So if a girl is going to propose to you, realistically speaking, she'll probably get you a ring because every picture you see when a girl proposes to the guy, she has a ring in her hand. So that's weird. And then when I hear someone say, oh, well, you can't be about equality, this and the third, the idea of marriage is an old level thinking where men controlled women, bringing it back to what Israel was saying. So when you saw, when I hear this, the whole like, oh, well, you're not, you don't want equality, but you want to partake in something that in the past meant that the man controls you. So the, the, the logic behind it, so I don't like when someone says like, oh, it's not an equality. You're, you're not being, you're not, you're not for equality. I think you can a hundred percent be for equality. And still believe that you should propose to your woman. I that's how I feel. I believe that women oh, yeah, are, without a doubt. I don't like. I, so, I believe wrong. you're not wrong in that. Yeah, like I hundred percent. I am completely for equality. I think women are just on the same plateau, if not higher, in many cases than men in everything. But I'm personally am not going to accept a proposal from a, from a woman. If a woman proposed to me, I'm going to look and probably walk away, especially in a public setting. I'm not going to do it. I just, I, I'm, I'm not for that. I'm married. I proposed to my wife. My wife was plugging marriage for three, four years before I proposed to her. She was plugging that at me. I randomly sat up one day and I said, the, the feeling came. I was like, boom, I think I'm ready to propose to my wife. Did all the due diligence, all this, everything that needs to be said. And then I went for about maybe like 11 days going from probably a hundred different stores, looking at different rings until I found the ring I liked and I purchased the ring. That was literally what i did and i think that that i i don't i don't know why why we're shifting i i just like when i all right and this is my last part to this and i'll let you guys go when i hear like oh well a woman wants to propose to a man i feel like it's more like a, a impatience thing like i can't wait for him any longer so i want to propose to him to get him to do it so i i don't think that part of it when i hear a woman wants to like at the same time that you can go yo you know how you had your epiphany when you was on the cruise and you was like oh shit this is before what I want to do. Yeah, before the why cruise. can't before the cruise rather? Why can't a woman yeah, feel that yeah. same way without it being called being impatient or, or like? I think a lot of a lot of what the what's being said about these women is that they're desperate. No, what if they no, just no, no. feel the same way? No, you no, feel? that's not what I'm saying. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, I didn't say you. I said no, no. So, so wait, so let me recap my statement. When I say impatient, I'm going by the the basis of the the assumption. Generally speaking, when a woman wants to get married, she's going to tell the man that she wants to get married. And it's just a matter of just when is he going to propose, when he's going to propose. Generally speaking, right? That's generally what you see. Like, she's waiting and they say, when is he going to propose? He's not going to propose to me. So then I'm assuming she takes it upon her hand and say, I'm going to go propose to you. The other can happen for sure. It can definitely happen that she's sitting there having an epiphany and I just want to go propose to him. But at that same time, are you just going to randomly propose without knowing if you're like personally me? I wasn't if my wife never told me anything about marriage, I would have never proposed. Right. I, 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 I took a safety net route. Like I was like, I know for a fact she's going to say yes. So now I'm looking at this as I'm going to shock the shit out of her because she's not going to expect it. That's how I looked at it. I, but if, I, mean, I, I don't I don't I, I don't believe you should drop a proposal on someone unless you know for a fact they're going to get married. I, that that I think man or woman is wrong. I, I feel like I feel like most men um probably would feel awkward 
But if your woman knows you, she would know not to propose to you in, in a crowded place. She'll propose to you in an intimate spot where not too many heads will be there. So it can make you comfortable for that person or, you know, to feel like they can give you a direct answer. Because I feel like that's the most that, that, that's the most thing I think if a, if a woman proposed to they hug they, they man, I feel like that's what most men would think about. Like, oh my God, everybody's watching me. I'm not like a, I don't feel like a man, all this bullshit. So if your woman knows you, she would know that, you know what? Let me not do this in a in a a setting where everyone will see. Let me do it in the midst. But, but, but see, but see, but you're reneging on your own statement because if it's an equality thing, you should be able to do that in front of anybody. True, you do but that, some, you do but, that but, I, but true, but some, but some men don't think. You like see how that. your statement. You see how your statement. You see how you can say something, and now you, you sound now you sound like you're going against equality. No, I'm not going. I'm not going against. I'm speaking about most men. Most men, I feel like women should do it. Me personally. Yeah, but then you said that any man that's against that is against equality. That's what you said. Yeah, That's what you yes. said at the beginning of the episode. Exactly, but I'm saying most a man men shouldn't be against being proposed to. In yeah, public but you right, but most, women. But most men but are uncomfortable. I'm not comfortable. Well, we do that to women. But no, we no, do that I'm to not women. comfortable. Men, so you tell me that most men ain't gonna feel uncomfortable if someone but, okay? Yeah, I'm not but by your with that logic, shit. yes, but no, yes, men will be uncomfortable. But by your logic and what you said, it's it's okay for you to propose to your girl in public, but it's not okay for her to propose to us in public. That's I what say, I mean by that's I say what you said. Know your man. I just say know your know your man if you feel like you're gonna be uncomfortable. Just, I okay, mean, but if you but a lot of guys we know our girls and still and still propose in public, still propose in front of a party, still propose in front of their family, I, and I, still know their girls. It, it don't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. I would propose anywhere, whatever. But if you know your woman or your man, you would know that they are very you know low key. They don't want too many people in their business. They feel shy, shit like that. You would know if you've been with them for like five, six years, and if you propose to her and you don't know know that type of shits, then you don't need to be marrying them. Or marrying him or her, so yeah. Anyway, that's that's how I look about it. I'm all for equality, but I just personally me, I couldn't do it. Anybody got any last remarks on that? Tech is nope. Right. Cool. Um, really quickly, just a really quick funny statement. Rihanna has had Drake, Chris Brown, and ASAP Rocky all to say that they're the love that she's the love of their life. She's the goat, right? Can we agree? She's a goat. She got three of the biggest names to tell her she's loving life. There's a lot of celebrities out there that have been dating a lot of, you know, a lot of guys that's an issue, like Ciara, Beyonce, you know what I mean? So, Beyonce, there's three dudes that literally can have the majority of women that they want, and all three of them said the same thing about one woman. I mean, she's the goat. I mean, I say it, and I never even dated her. Mm. Beyonce, uh, I mean, Beyonce. is this the love of my life? Is that is that is that and Pum Pum, man? Rassle? That beige and Pum Pum. The Rassle, uh, beige and Pum Pum. I, I don't, and I'm not one to get like super caught up on celebrities, but Rihanna? Yeah, she's bad, man. She but I just, no, me she, personally, I've seen it. She has this thing about her where she just she has a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah, like she is a fucking superstar, but she just seems like a regular person. Like when you think of somebody like Beyonce, Beyonce is untouchable. You can't never get near her. Oh my god, she's like a Michael Jackson kind of thing. But Rihanna, you'll see her in a fucking hole in the wall somewhere, puff puffing weed with just regular people. Like she's just normal like that, and that that shit is fucking attractive yeah. as hell to me. I, I, yeah, I just I think def- that. That ASAP Rocky and Rihanna is just something I would never picture, honestly. But congrats that they both love each other, man. For me, for me with Rihanna is like we also watched her glow up. Yeah, because when she first came out, she was cute. And she wasn't. She wasn't all that. She was cute. I thought she was really. She was no. She was always cute, but 
when she became an adult, she started owning her own business. She started, and also, I think she she also started shocking us, the world, when she was speaking her mind, especially out against a lot of the bullshit in the world, and she just holding it down. Like she she gained in attractiveness. Like she is by far for me. I don't really have that celebrity thing, but but she up there for me. I take her and Sanaa Lathan any day. No, give me give me Rihanna and give me Khalees, and man, I'll be in heaven. You said Khalees. Khalees is gorgeous. Oh my lord! I had she a crush on her when he's beautiful, but one, she is one, insane. That says a lot nah, about that. Means, that means she's wild in the crazy. sack, man. Nah, nah, nah. Right, I had, nah. Ever since I was younger, I used to have the biggest crush on Khalees. Oh my lord! I was like, she's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blonde, <laughs> curly hair, beautiful woman. Most people don't say Khalees. That's a, that's another. Khalees is okay. gorgeous, man. To me, in I, my no, opinion, I, I, I think I'm not she's more attractive than Beyonce. In my opinion. Okay, so let's leave it all up for opinion, but um, let's let's go into the um. Yo, you didn't even give your answer on it, Kadeem. Oh, like, I said she was a goat. I said she's a goat. That's it? That's it? She's the goat? Bro, she got Drake. <laughs> she got Drake. She got Chris Brown. Bro, you know, let, let me, okay, let me, let me review this. She single-handedly stopped us from hearing Drake and Chris Brown features for years. Yeah. Because they were arguing they were with dead one fighting over her, bro. Two fighting. superstars were fighting, fighting over her. And just to show you how powerful their feature is, that uh, what's what's the song that just came out two years ago with drinking? Oh my god, that was a summer band. No guidance, no yeah, guidance. No, yeah. Which some people, Smash. some people, some people may was. like it, some people don't. But that shit played every, like every ten every minutes, every man. ten minutes on the radio, bro. I, I, yo, I heard this everywhere. So that's just to show you how powerful their song is. So I'm gonna go back to say Rihanna's the goat. I don't know what she does. She was with a billionaire before ASAP. Yeah. So man. something, and I, and I bet you that billionaire is sitting somewhere crying on his money. <laughs> like yo, bro, you know how you know yo, how yo, 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 you know how crazy it is that you a billionaire and you still couldn't keep this woman. That's a fact. And you lost <laughs> her. You lost her. You're a billionaire and you lost her to ASAP Rocky. Yep. Wish he's a millionaire. He still got bread. He still got clout. That's not. That's not. That's not. I, I know. Just, I, I just looked at pictures of Khalees and I'm. I'm gonna say no. What? This nigga's crazy. I, 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 so personally, me, I'm not, <laughs> nuts, bro. I don't are you, look, are you like looking at unfiltered, un, um, un, no makeup? I'm just saying. I, I like, because I a lot deleted, of you, a lot of these women be I all up on that search. Like I, I put, know. I put Khalees, and this one popped up. That's this nigga stupid. Is that <laughs> That's a Pokemon. <laughs> all right, let's 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 go. Let's continue on. Um, so let's jump right into the topics here. So uh, another case of perceived police brutality is making headlines. Andrew Brown Jr. was accused of being a drug dealer. A SWAT team was dispatched to perform his arrest. When he reached his home, he was already in his car and he attempted to flee. The body camera footage shows him swerving left, almost hitting an officer, hitting hitting an officer and driving off. The cops uh, uh, proceeded to shoot at the fleeing vehicle with 14 shots. Andrew, uh, Andrew Brown Jr. was struck in the back of his head and died. Uh, the district attorney named Andrew Womble, uh, he decided that this was a lawful shooting due to the fact that the car is considered a deadly weapon. Do you? And he also followed up to say that this will consider this will still be lawful if the car was moving or not moving. He said that stationary or in, in motion. Uh, do you guys think that a fleeing suspect should have been shot uh, at least fourteen times, or do you feel that the car was a deadly weapon and the cops were justified? Uh, I mean, I feel like. It was deadly force. I feel like even if someone is running away from a crime, as long as they don't have any weapons in their hand, they shouldn't be shot or, or killed or anything like that. Uh, as far as the, I seen the video, it, it kind of did appear that the guy was about to hit one of the cops. So I can see why 
the officers got away because if someone hits you with a car, you can't die from getting hit with a car. But I feel like there should be other ways to to stop a situation from a fleeing um, person that you feel like they're doing something that's unlawful. Uh, so uh, it's hard to say because I feel like one hand I could I could understand the the, the police uh, point of view and and one hand I could understand the victim's point of view. Uh, I just feel like it's it's just just too crazy. I just feel like just a lot of police reform needs to happen. It needs to be better ways to apprehend a, a suspect without killing them. If this suspect doesn't have a weapon in their hand or or gun trying to kill you, if they just running away, doesn't give you the right to shoot someone. That's like me. If someone stole something out my yard, I'm just gonna pull my gun out and shoot them in the back because they ran. I will go to jail if I did some shit like that. I feel like officers should be held to the same standards as regular civilians because. They're given more power and they're given more understanding and training. They should be held at a higher standard than regular civilians. And but I do can I like I said before, I do see why they they shot him because he did come at them with a car, so it could have killed one of the officers. So that's my opinion on it. With um with something like this, the reason I think it became a, a bit more controversial is because didn't he have uh, an entrance wound behind the head? Yeah, he got shot in the back of the head. So I think that's where it becomes a lot more controversial because it's like in order to get hit in the back of the head, you had to be fleeing and not necessarily attacking the police, right? Like they had to be behind you. Mm -hmm. And that's where it goes, oh, are we saying like, we can we justify it that way? And I think it may just be a thing of what state you're in because in, in New York, you can't shoot at a fleeing vehicle. In a lot of states, when a vehicle is fleeing, it's no longer a threat to you, and you cannot fire upon it. Uh, so if that's the if if they don't have uh, a uh, a law against that in their state, then you know they could justify it easily. But I didn't watch the video. I kind of I've been I've talked to the guys around it around wanting to stop seeing so many uh, black people, black and brown people die especially at the hand of police. So I've had to take my step back from seeing it. Uh, but when, when y'all saw it, that it looked like he's driving towards a bunch of cops. or like, he's trying to get away. He, he was trying to get away. But when he swerved the car, like there was a cop that was standing there and he swerved out of the cop's way to actually drive off. But if the cop would have stepped one foot over, he would have got hit. All right. In, in, in an instant like that, if, if it's, if it's me and you guys outside, would I shoot somebody to save your lives if I thought it was in danger? Which it sounds like somebody could possibly say they thought that that other cop is in danger, so they had to open fire. Then I would say it's justified too. Well, I always constantly say that, you know, we shouldn't blame the victim whenever it comes to these kind of situations. But I also say that it's unfortunate, but there are two different Americas that we live in. Us as black and brown people, we have to understand that we can't do the things that white people do. White people can curse out cops. White people can drive off from cops. White people can assault cops and nothing's going to happen. This man, if he was having an issue and they were going to arrest him, when you see five or six cops jump out with assault rifles, the last thing that you should think to be doing is, oh, shit, I'm going to put my car in drive and try to drive away because you're literally giving them a reason to be able to shoot you and kill you. And that's why these cops are not going to be charged. What they did was absolutely wrong. Like he was, he definitely had drove past them before they started letting go a fuselage of fucking shots, and one of them hit him in the back of his head. But once again, you can't just say, "Hey, I don't want to be arrested, and I'm just going to run away." 
it doesn't it doesn't work that way. So now you put yourself in a situation where now you are a victim, and now it's going to look as though it was justified because even though it was a half a second and you almost hit a cop, like I said, if that cop would have stepped one foot over, you would have hit him, and then it is what it is. You drove off and you caused that cop being hit. So we have to take accountability. Like if you're out there selling drugs and you're doing all types of shit and you get caught, man up and fucking take your charge. You running up. What are you going to do? They know who you are. They know your car. They're going to find you eventually. Like, what was his plan? Was he going to run forever? Like, if you caught, you caught. So we have to take, you know, responsibility with that as well. It's fucked up. It's not fair. It's not fair that, you know, white people are treated different than black and brown people. But guess what? That's what it is. So I feel bad that, you know, he's gone because a fleeing person, you know, shouldn't be murdered in the street. But you have to take accountability that you put yourself in that situation. If a cop running down on me and I'm doing criminal activity and I see fucking six cops with assault rifles, nigga, I'm caught. That's it. <laughs> Where am I going? All right, you got it. Y'all caught me. I sometimes, so you yo, can't just, sometimes I, everybody can. Yes. I said sometimes yeah, I can't understand it. why. Yeah, sometimes I can't understand why when people's in a predicament, they see a lot of cops. What makes you think you're going to get away? I'm just... I'm like, how the fuck you think you're going to get away? You might as well just stay there. You're making things worse. Why? I just don't understand what's the logic of you trying to run away when you know you're going to get caught. Because if you're in the car and you got your license your house, place. It's well, obvious they it. know who you are. Like, where, where are you going? It. Let's hear Kadeem start. Okay, Kadeem. No, no, no. Tech, finish your point because uh, Gus came and cut you off. Finish your well, point. Well, he cut me off and I lost my train of thought because, you know, my that's bad, what Gus man. does. He going to curse me so, out after so the So, I... Okay. I disagree with the three of you guys, but for a different reason. This is why I don't feel it's justified. Uh, Tech, you you read into this, right? Yep. Was Andrew Brown a kingpin? Nope. Was he lower level petty, lower level drugs. drug dealer? So low level that you're able to find his address, right? Don't even mm-hmm. gotta put a Rico charge on him. You could just put send SWAT over there, just pull him in the crib and get him, right? Okay. Here's my problem with this: police officers that's on the street, fine. Right, I'm gonna give him a. Pa- I'm gonna give him. There's a small pass. I'm gonna give him. SWAT is trained under the level of, for, for lack of better words, local militia. It's a local army. SWAT and um the the what is what is the other one? Um, that's orange. I'm saying army guard, color guard, whatever the whatever the ones are. But SWAT has a higher level of training. They're 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 using automatic weapons and they're running around with pistols. Right, the guy drove away. I don't understand why cops feel that they have a need that if someone gets away, the only way to stop them is to shoot them. You can shoot to subdue. He's in a vehicle. Shoot the tires. You have automatic weapons. You have a, a gun that has disposable amounts of ammo. You can shoot at the, the tires and get them, to, get them to stop. You know where this guy lives. You can stake his house out. He can never come home. Eventually, you will catch him. You could send helicopters in the sky and make it that you could never catch him, but you do not need to shoot at him. But Kadeem, Kadeem. But that's what you said. Yeah. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The point of he turned his car at them. Like, he's wrong. So that's why I said I disagree for a different reason. He's wrong. The cops pulled up on you. There's no reason for you to flee. That's stupid. I've I've said that on previous episodes uh, that I don't understand. If you're caught, you're caught up. This is stupid. You're not going to get away. My problem is you don't have to use deadly force. You want to tell me that, oh, he almost hit me with the car? Well, you did not almost kill him. You killed him. You were able to get out the way. 
It's not like, okay, he's on top of me and he's actively trying to kill me. He drove off and you guys are letting off at the vehicle. You do not have to let off into the windows. You can shoot lower parts of the vehicle. This is what you're trained on. This is what active training is for. So for me personally, I I, I do disagree that I, I don't think he should have ran. That was very stupid of him and he's putting himself in that very that that situation and we really need to stop putting ourselves in that situation. But I don't agree that it was a lawful shooting. I don't feel that he had to shoot. I don't, I don't feel like they had to shoot and shoot him to, and sh- like you're going to tell me that shooting at the the windshield or the, the the rear window is the same as shooting at the tires. Look at the difference in height that what you're aiming at, which means that you're aim you're shooting the yeah, kill. No one's trained. No one is trained to shoot out tires. Yes, they, they are. What are you talking about? You- no, they use they use they use road strips. You think that they train to shoot tires out? That they got a car riding SWAT and army. Swat. Yes, they are. My father SWAT was in the army. My father literally tells me this is the training, and he trained with that, people that did this. What do you mean? SWAT is not trained the same way the army is trained. But they are trained under the same. They are trained under the same umbrella. Yes, they're not. They don't get. To, so you're telling me that if you're in SWAT, you get the same training as regular police officers? Kadeem, no, Kadeem. It's, 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 further, it's further. But but you're you're saying so you're telling a, me that so they don't train to say, They don't train to They train to kill. You remember SWAT is special weapons and tactics. But that don't mean that they're trained to shoot out tires. Like no one, they, they're not trained to listen. They're trained to aim for mid for body mass. My baby, for, I do the googles. The, they're, they're trained to aim for center mass because that's what that's the part that you're supposed to hit. It's chest. You're not even supposed to aim for head. It's a much smaller op- option. They're trained to hit center mass. Every target, when you see a full body target, has the target here first. It's center so, mass. So why you shot at the head? So why are you shooting at the head? Why are you shooting at the windshield? Yo, if you, but I don't think they shot at the head. If I shoot at your center mass and you're driving away from me, speed is going to put you at a, a distance that's going to make where your head was from point A to point B is not going to be at the same level. I agree. If you're that's going a, in a straight line. That's a, let me hear the point that you're trying to make. The reason why it's going to be justified is because they made, they requested for him to stop and he attempted to drive away and almost ran over a cop. At that point, that's they're not, looking at, at that point. That's not point, what I was questioning. That's at, not what I was questioning. At, I agree to that. At that point. They're looking at him as using his car as a dangerous weapon because who's to say, okay, he drives off and then he sees another cop walking down the street and he runs over another cop because he almost just ran over a cop just right there. How do you know that's not a, that's not part of the thought process? Like, yo, we asked this guy, you see a bunch of us running at you with guns and your thought process is to just drive off and almost run one of us over. What if when you turn the corner, you hit a little girl that's crossing the street or something like that, that's going to school and you're just you're just driving willy nilly because you don't even care about almost hitting a cop. So you got to look at it from that perspective. Like, yo, they had to stop what they perceived was a threat. Do I think they was wrong? Absolutely, because I've seen white people do way worse and were able to drive away. But unfortunately, Andrew Brown put himself in a situation where he gave them probable cause to do what they did, and they're not going to be charged for it. So. I never disagreed with that. I never said that. I, I understood that. I was like, well, he put himself in a situation. My problem is that I do not believe that the cops had to shoot him in his head. I don't believe it. And I, I also don't believe, I also, the body cam footage showed that they're in a pickup truck. So you're in a pickup truck with what? What was it, what, six of them? Five five or six of them in the video? Why yeah. didn't you just, you seen him in the car, right? Why didn't you just ram the vehicle, stop it from driving? Prevention's better than cure. But you don't know if he has a gun in the car. What if you drive in front of his car and he airs out the whole fucking truck? But that's the... Bro, so so if you look at the video, they stop six six feet away from him. What's the difference between six feet and up close? What changes? 
You if he has a listen, gun in the front, he's listen, gonna light off in the front. Listen, listen I'm look, not a cop. No. I'm not a cop, and I'm I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. If oh, the four oh. if the four of us were cops and we, we were probably. going to stop somebody and somebody was about to run over Angus, I would probably shoot too. That's just as, what I'm gonna as say. He's, as he's fleeing, bro. Yeah. As he's fleeing, I, if if somebody tried if somebody tried to kill me. And trying to kill so, people. So, I, hold so, on, hold wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. Before, sorry, not to cut you off. Before you make that point, if someone, if the cop who almost got hit, like you know, as he's hitting, he shot the gun. Fine. But I said that about. He's not the one that shot the gun. He wasn't yeah, the one I, that was actually. I said shooting. that. I said that about Chai. I said if somebody tried to hit Chai and I could stop it by hitting them first, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. But so, but so, wait, wait, say that again. Sorry, my, my mind just kind of jumbled. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to respond in a way. I said, said if somebody was trying to hit y'all and I could stop them from doing so, I'd do it. Okay, fine. I get it, right? But if the person's fleeing, I don't think you need to then air out 14 bullets into, into it. You did, but you you don't know what you would do in that situation. And they had assault rifles. You know how hey, quick and it. easy we'll it is to let off 14 it. shots, bro? Like, get it. Okay. And if they're automatic, okay. then they don't okay. really yes. get a choice yes. in them. Man. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. This is not what we're going to do. Okay, obviously, everyone can say what they'll do in that situation. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the training should be to subdue, not to kill. You literally said that he sh- they aim for the body. They train not- center mass, yeah. They, they, they should not be aiming to kill. That's, that's my problem. This... I, I literally said this. If someone's fleeing, we have all the information on him. If you can't catch him now, catch him later. Then yeah, kill him the, more. The, like, the, the difficulty with that. The difficulty with that is, let's say this is a murder suspect, and you just go, "Oh, he ran. All right." And then he just goes and kills more. Let's say he kills children. Okay, but he's not a murder. And then he goes and kills more that's children because you go, "We'll just catch him later." He's not a murder suspect. He probably sells weed. But, you, but that's not the point. No, you no. Know, well, let's let's keep it in know. the realm of this but, particular right, situation. But, but how? But how often let's have you seen? How, let's let's how, keep hold it in the on, realm of this. How often have you seen somebody run from a petty crime and then kid and then kidnap somebody, jump in their car and everything like that, and do extra harder stuff just to get away? It's the same thing. It's anything is oh, possible when somebody's scared. Saying, so if I stole someone's purse and a cop is chasing me, I'm going to grab a little girl and I'll probably kill a little girl. Not you, but how many people have done that? How many? You tell I, me, bro. You, people, you people, up, you telling people, me this? People use people as hostages. They, they'll do yeah, anything. Not, a, not, not someone stealing a fucking purse. But the job, how many the job is just, just yeah. criminal. The you job is stop the criminal, the, bro. You can't predict the mentality you think, you think of a that's, criminal. That's, that's just doing petty crimes. Don't go. Oh shit! And then go all the other. Right should have died. Who? Dante Wright should have died. No, Dante Wright shouldn't have died, but Dante okay, so Wright guy, played, so guy, he played, so he played a part in what happened to him. So the guy at Wendy should have died. Hit the thing. See, big difference between all, all those things. The guy at Wendy's was running. Exactly. Running. He was, was running. If he would have ran away, he, there's not shit he can do running car. away. Yeah. Dante was Wait. getting in his car. Andrew okay, was so, in his car. So, okay, a car so, can so, be so, a, a, it can be a deadly weapon. So who? It's different, bro. A car, cop, a car can be a about? deadly weapon wait, to any person in the world. My hey, wait, wait, no, 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 no. You're missing the point that I'm making. No, no, no. You're missing the point of what I'm saying. When when you're saying the, the uh, if you're framing it from what the the lawyer that the district attorney is trying to say is that the the car was a deadly weapon to the police officer, right? Am I wrong in that? That's what the that's what the police that's what that's how he was framing it, right? It wasn't based on who he might hit. It's based on that, right? We can but the gonna, fact that but wait, the fact that he was willing the fact that he was willing to put the cops in that kind of situation already, you have to stop the threat because you don't know what he's willing to do after that. He this nigga was about to run over a cop. Would you okay, run over a cop in your car, bro? Hold on, hold on. If a cop pulls you over in your nice, beautiful car that you have, would you try to run over a cop? Not. 
The card doesn't matter. Would you try? Would you? No, no, so, I, so, that, so I'm going to answer your fucking question. Let me answer, answer the dead, question. Dead. So the, my answer to the question is: I don't think his intentions was to fucking hit the cop. I think his intentions was to turn and get away, and the cop happened to be in his way. That's yeah. what I think his intentions. I, are. I, I what, you guys, you. What, what people are saying, what you guys are saying, is that his intent was to hit the cop. This is how we fucking lock people up: intent no. to kill. His intent was not to hit the cop. So if you're telling me that his intent was to hit the cop, then fine, I agree with what everyone is saying. But if his intent, if it's like I'm just trying to get away, and then you, the cop happens to be there. What is he supposed to do at that point? If he already he already committed to trying to get away, so if the cop is already there, don't he has two options? Either he keeps going forward or he hits the brakes. The way it looks like, it, no matter what he would have done, he would have gotten shot at regardless. Because if his intent was to get away, and yes, it was the wrong decision. I don't want that to get misconstrued. It was the wrong decision. I don't think that was what he should have done. The cops are there. Stop. You're done. But if you are like, okay, I'm gonna try and get away, and the the, the first thing he says, I'm gonna turn left and go. But then a cop jumps in front of the car, and the car can't maneuver quick enough to get away from him, so he has to jump out the way. That means that, oh yes, you you were intending to kill me. No, I was intending to get the fuck away. You just happen to be right there, intent to kill. So no, I am not gonna sit there and say that his intent was to kill the person with deadly force, and then the cop shot him. No, I don't agree with that, and you're not gonna change my mind on that. That is not right. That, Listen, no, I don't no one that. is trying to change your mind. If that's, right right now, that's the way you, you don't know people's. The reason, the reason, hold on one second, real quick, Angus. I'm sorry about that. No the reason why it's difficult and you can't just say that is because any singular person can say that about any singular event. If I point a gun at somebody, I could be like, oh, I was just going to aim past them to scare them. My intent right. wasn't to kill. You're right. And I can be like, oh, his intent wasn't to kill because I know that he would just shoot past them just to make them, make them get right. scared. But a gun on a car is two different things. If I was to drive past you to fit to make, I can no, actually. No, no, no. When I, no. The statement, what I mean, but a gun, a gun in a car is two different things. Yeah, but the, but the act, gun but has the a stigma act, to it. I'm saying that a gun, I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying the reason why I'm saying a gun in a car is two different things is because a gun has a stigma the, to it. The threat of it as a real weapon is real, no matter what, across the board. A gun in a car is the same thing at that point. If somebody, if somebody revved at oh, you, yes. if somebody revved at you and they zoom in past you, I don't think they're to kill me. But I don't think their intent was to kill me. We don't know. I wouldn't say that. Even if you are intending to kill him, you still was about to hit him. But I've had people rev past me going across the street, going by exactly what you said is, and I did not fit. I'm like, yo, this nigga's a fucking idiot. But I don't think his intent was to kill me. Kadeem, his we don't know the intent, but maybe his intent wasn't to kill the officer. But he was driving past officer. Whether his intent was to to hit him or not, he still was driving driving and almost hit the cop. So what you expect the other officers to do? That's my point. I, I, in my personal opinion, and I said, okay, you guys have your opinion. My personal opinion. Once that, if that, if the cop who almost got hit shot at him while he was coming out towards him, fine. But if it was just you're shooting while you're driving, while you're fleeing away, in my mind, I don't feel the cop has to do that. I feel a cop can shoot to subdue the vehicle. That's how I feel about it. That's how I'm going to look at it. I don't feel that. I feel that cops have too much power to be able to take a life. I, that's my problem. Police officers can easily take lives, and it's just the it's just a matter of a DA or somebody to sit there and say, "Well, it's lawful, or it's not lawful, yeah. or it's lawful." I, There's not. Lawful. I agree with you it's on too that much point. Power to take a life. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah, I, I do not. Yeah, I agree with you on that point. If you're too much trained, power to one hand. just if you're trained to subdue, if you, I think you should train to subdue. You don't have to train to kill. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to agree with that. You telling me that I could come home one fucking day and I see a cop and I'm, I'm going to drive off because I don't want to get caught by the cops. Oh shit, he's trying to kill me with his vehicle because a cop was two inches away from the car. So that means I'm, I'm not, in my mind, I'm like, no, so, I'm trying so, to get away. So Kadeem, you shoot a, you shoot the tire out of a car. It's going to stop automatically. And he can't keep driving with the flat tire. It won't. It is won't. It's just a fucking movie. You're going to shoot it and the car is going to explode. 
You want to answer the question? Like, you want me to answer the like, question? Come so on, bro. Like, like, what, what are you saying, bro? Like, so, let's answer, so let's answer the questions. Let's answer the questions. Because if you're shooting at the tires, there's a few things that will happen. One, you're driving on a rim, which means your vehicle has no fucking traction on the road. So which means that the vehicle cannot drive in a straight line. Right, which so you have no traction. So that means you can drive and be driving crazy and hit innocent people. But, oh, I flattened the fucking tire. Oh, I flattened right, the tire. Right. I shot 14 fucking bullets at a nigga. And there could be people that was walking across the street. And you could have got hit with a crossfire. Tell me how that's any just, how that's justifiable then. How is that any more justifiable? Since you want to bring up a point about a car being on the street, I shot 14 bullets. Not every bullet hit that fucking car. So then what fucking happens if there's a little fucking girl walking down the fucking block and then she got hit in her head? What are we going to fucking say? Well, I was trying to subdue a fucking drug dealer, so that's why I shot the, shot the fucking car. Not every cop is a good shot. But you're, so telling, but you're telling them to shoot tires. Shoot to subdue. Shoot, you, you can shoot tires. Yes, you can. You can definitely shoot tires. You, he just said cops are good shots, but I'm supposed to aim at a little ass tire, and I'm yes, standing behind the car. Yes, aim, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Aim to subdue. If you put okay, 14 okay, bullets man. in the car and you aim at a tire, yes, you can aim at the tire, and that's not the only thing you can hit. You can okay. take out the tire. You can hit off the brake line. You can hit, There's so many things that can stop a vehicle. If you don't know the inner workings of a vehicle, don't make a comment like that, my nigga. Like, I can tell you how you can stop a car from moving. I've driven with a fat tire and it could not move my car. My car cannot move, drive more than five miles an hour. Because when you pop a tire, a tire does not just come off. It actually spins inside the wheel well until the point that it jams and then the wheel can't turn. So then so at me, that point, your car slow down. You cannot drive at the optimal speed to get away from police officers. So there are things you can do. Kadeem, I'm so ignorant to this. don't tell me shit like that. Kadeem, I'm ignorant to this. So if you're driving a car at a fast speed and someone shoots the tire... It's going to stop speed, immediately. That speed is going to That speed is not going to... Still be the dangerous for a person on the street? No, no, it will be. But we're not talking about someone getting shot while you're like what you're saying is like you're like if you're on a highway. I'm not saying that. This guy was probably driving 10 miles an hour. L- look at the video. He made a left, he was still shot in a grass field. So let's keep this in the realm of the story. It was in a grass field. The vehicle wasn't moving fast enough. So if you're gonna sit there and fucking tell me he can't shoot a fucking tire, but I could shoot the fucking windshield the, the back window and get the nigga? Are you gonna tell me that that's not a, he's not a good shot? How the fuck you sound? That don't make no fucking sense. How can you sit there and say that though? Like, oh, I'm good enough to hit the body, but I'm not good enough to just shoot at the back trunk of a fucking truck and of a car and make make potentially hit the wheels. That doesn't make sense. There are ways you can subdue somebody. So by your logic, what you're what you guys are telling me is that the only way to stop somebody is to kill them. I ain't boy. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. Y'all can say what the fuck y'all want or how y'all feel about that. I do not agree. Man. But none of, us have ever, none of us, none of us, yo. I'm honestly, I'm done with the topic. So oh, no, you guys none, can keep talking. You can, I'll you can be. Uh, none of us, none of none of us have ever said, yo, they should just be killing all these people in these instances. What we're saying is that in this particular instance, with this particular person, with what they done, you can see why somebody would say that they fear for their lives. That's all we're saying. We're not even saying like, yo, it's fully justifiable. Tech has said. This is why the DA is going to say it's justifiable. He never said it was justifiable. Angus never said it was justifiable. I said, I can see in that instance, if it's legal to shoot at a fleeing car, why somebody would, why somebody would do that. None of us have ever said it was justifiable. Not at so all. So technically, we're not, even dis- we're not even disagreeing with you. We're just saying that if somebody were to be, be put in that situation, I can see how they, why they would react that way. This is the one time I'll say that. Yeah, you gotta look at both sides of the field, man. You gotta look at people. All right, both cool. Let's take it to the next topic, bro. Who are you talking to like that, yo? <laughs> huh? You think I, you think I, <laughs> you think I won't fuck you up? You wouldn't. Take it to the next topic. Beat the shit out, you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chicago is back at it again with another bit of bullshit. Yeah, Shot Town has been a, a pretty crazy place for 
pretty much as long as we know. Uh, we're all from New York, and I think Chi Town is the only other place that we hear is as wild and as reckless as New York is, and they're continuing to be so. Uh, uh, Chicago rapper Little Reese has just been in um, was in the news. He's actually one of the founding, the original founders of the Chicago drill movement. Uh, he was found shot and assaulted in a parking lot, uh, and it was. Uh, when, it, when the story first broke, it broke as if it would, uh, with a with a car theft story, and it was first uh, detailed that he was a part of that car theft. Little Reese is saying that he wasn't actually a part of that; that there was two other men that he, where he was meeting up to buy some weed from, and then the person inside the car got out and started bucking shots. Uh, Little Reese, though, he did get grazed in the face, and uh, I think next to the eye, and then uh, he was also beaten up, and he was found and. Currently, he's cooperating with the police. Uh, he's stating that he didn't steal the car again; that it was just uh, two other men that were shot, and they were there to sell him him weed. If that's true, then uh, Reese was literally just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, so, the question being, do you guys think that popular rappers should move out of their hometowns to avoid being victims of violence like this? And also, do we believe Reese had nothing to do with the stolen car nonsense? Oh uh, man. Take, take it off. Take, take it oh, off. Oh my god. Go ahead, Zach. Take it off. So um I do agree with the idea that rappers shouldn't stay in their like hometowns because the thing about being a rapper and becoming successful is that you were not successful before. And there's a lot of people that know you and there's jealousy and envy, and people always think about, hey, it should have been me. And there's always gonna be animosity and, and negativity that can follow you. Like it sucks that you have to leave where you came from, but you can represent everything that you know, represent that area and stuff like that and show love to it, but you don't have to be there. Like, you don't see someone like Jay-Z hanging out in Marcy, like, for fucking hours and shit like that, but he still shows love because that's where he was at. So I think, and specifically because, you know, Chicago, especially Southside, is so crazy, and Reese has been caught up in so much nonsense from before, he definitely should, should get away from that, like... Chief Keith did it, like people tell him that he can't come back to O Block. Chief Keith is thinking, I don't ever want to come back there. I don't need to come back there. I can show love. That's where I came from. I represent that, but I don't need to be hanging around there. And I'm good in California. And I think Reese needs to do the same thing. I don't think Reese was actually stealing a car. Like, even if he knew those guys and was riding around in that car, I don't think Lil Reese was actually out there stealing cars. Like, he hasn't had a big hit in a long time, but. I would assume that he has enough money to be okay where he doesn't have to do criminal activity like that. And I really just think that it was a wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. I definitely agree with you, Tech, on if you're a popular rapper, get the fuck out of your hood. You don't need to be there because the point of making money and to to make music is to get out your environment that's literally putting you in a negative spotlight in life. I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck if people call me a sellout or a loser or whatever. I'm not one on my block. I don't give a fuck because the object of the game is to is to make money and get the hell out of your situation that's negative. And for other people, like you said, uh, Chief Keith said he, they can't. He's not allowed on old block. Fuck them, then, man. Because if you're out of your, if you leave your neighborhood and you're still trying to help out the fellow dudes out there, because I'm not, I'm pretty sure that Chief Chief when he left uh, uh, his community. He was still putting other rappers on. He was still giving people money, doing this and that. And I feel like you shouldn't be bullied into saying that you're hardcore just because you want to leave a certain environment that's not conducive to your career. And I honestly feel like 
if the, if this little Reese story is true about him stealing a car, you didn't put yourself in another situation like you did a couple months ago, got shot in the throat. It's like it seems like he can't escape certain things. And I feel like if you feel like you, if I got shot once, I'm literally dipping. I'm not staying. But if I hopefully he didn't take try to take this car. Hopefully it's the it's misunderstanding. But his face got fucked the fuck up. And I'm sorry, man. Just get out that situation. And uh, and I hope to God that he's innocent for what he's doing because no one does. No one deserves to be. To be in a situation like that, if you're in the, at the right, um, the wrong place at the wrong time, it's a shame. But hopefully, everything works out and things get corrected. Yeah, well, Lil Reese, I think my fault. I just really quick. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I think he like you should learn from your past. Everything that's happened to to different artists, there's no reason to stay in Chicago. Like if you if you made it to a point where you can. If you could flex money and all that, you know, at this point, just you, there's no reason to stay in Chicago. Ask her if he, if he did the car or not. I can't speak on that because I don't know if he actually did it or not, but you know, hopefully he did it. But yeah, that's, that's all I really got to say about that. If, if he gets better, I hope he moves out. I, I'm under the notion of, I'm tired of us always trying to protect these people. Oh, I hope to God, you know, man, stop putting yourself in stupid situations. God ain't got shit to do with the stupid shit that you doing. You doing it. God is not making you do dumb stuff. Why can't, I'm not going to hope God that you figure that shit out. Fuck, nigga, you grown at this point. He's big Reese. Ain't no baby. You're a grown man. He's making grown man decisions to do whatever the fuck he want to do. Now, if this was like absolutely wrong place, wrong time, which is just like a weird ass coincidence that two niggas was going to sell you weed and they wound up getting shot and no way. Like that just really, and then you get hit and you get, you get beat up, but they were the ones coming to sell you weed. Why would they come to this weird spot to sell you weed where they can get caught up like this? That doesn't even make any sense. So the reason why they went to that spot is because the car had GPS in it. And the reason why it was a parking lot downtown that wasn't in like the hood and stuff like that is allegedly Reese's girlfriend lived in that building. And that's why Reese was there. So, but so why was this other person there then? The He's two, following them to get Reese's money. No, the other two people. He Reese is saying that they came there to bring him some weed. I mean, why was the other person there that shot them? He was trying to get his car back. Yeah, that that's just. Whatever. So allegedly, the per, the person that they got into it was a fifty five year old guy. He his son is the one that owned the car. So the so the young dudes that stole the car went to go sell Reese the weed in the stolen car. That's correct. Okay, that's what Reese is saying. Okay. Yeah, get out the hood. <laughs> we got to stop pretending like we owe anybody anything after we make it. And we don't. Nah, and there's different. There's plenty of different ways to support. We do it to ourselves, though. Niggas just can't can't get out of it. They, they, they're stuck in this idea of being a gangster as if that's the greatest thing that you could possibly be in the entirety of your life. And it's not. It's old. But they won't recognize that. I mean, most of us are in our 30s. So we can we see through the bullshit. We understand that what's beyond this. Hopefully you get old enough to understand that all this shit that you did as a kid is completely meaningless because niggas don't even get, nobody's gonna remember your name. But it's it's just it's old, man. It's it's old talking about police killing us. It's old talking about us killing us. 
And nobody's doing, nobody's trying to do anything to stop themselves from being in these type of situations. And it's just now at this point, it's just frustrating. Like, I I hate that. I feel like I sound like one of them old ass niggas that just like, yo, fuck them, let them go. But at the same time, fuck them, right. let them go, man. You're right. Sometimes motherfuckers need to need action. They need to, to die. Learn. Well, nah, nah, sometimes people, know. sometimes people don't know. They they're not gonna learn. Sometimes people are just not gonna learn. Yeah, but not death, man. Because <laughs> you can't come we, back from that shit, man. Why you? Why do you need to? Yo, we need to hear what Kadeem has to say. He spoke before me. Yeah, I, I spoke. Yes, I did. I spoke you did, right. man. Damn, man, you didn't listen. I literally spoke. Right. He spoke right before me. Yeah, oh, my bad. This nigga, look at him. The quick, the quickest person to always come at somebody. And Shut your ass up, nigga. This See, Randy need to go too. He was, yo, ladies and gentlemen, this <laughs> motherfucker was about to come at me because my computer froze and I didn't really hear what Israel had to say, and he's about to come at my neck because I was I supposed to go I first. I didn't say anything. You Israel were at the beginning to go. You like no, you was about to, and then I'm, and I'm like, oh, uh, you were, you were, you just gonna kill that nigga. Yeah, you no, were. Uh, yes, you but was. anyway, is it a year? Is it? Do we believe Reese? You're or not, bro? I, 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 I believe you're. I don't know, man. I, it's a mix with a year or not. I don't know. It's in, I'm in between. In between. The reason, why, the reason why I believe him is the fact that if Reese would have got shot like in the actual hood, if he was actually in Southside hanging out with them niggas, then it would have been like, all right, cool. But the fact that he got shot in a place where he actually has a connection to because his girl live in that building, it's not somewhere allegedly. he normally would... Well, yeah, allegedly. It's not somewhere he would normally frequent. I, I kind of believe him. And you can't be... You know, cooperating with cops and talking like you this big time tough guy, unless you really just was like, yo, I got in these niggas' car. They were supposed to sell me some weed, and the nigga just started shooting. I don't know what happened. Damn, is it? Is guns legal out there in fucking Chicago? Was that me? So, no, I'm saying, how the fuck the the dude that this this car get stolen? How the fuck you get shot? How the nigga shooting people? Oh, you can legally own a firearm in Chicago. But you think? I thought, it was, like, I thought with, it was like New York. I thought it was like strict, no, like how New no, York is. It, the problem with Chicago is that all the states around Chicago, guns are so readily and easily. You got to remember, Chicago's in the middle of the country woodland niggas. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can go to the next state and walk in a store and buy AR-15s and shit like that and drive 10 minutes and you're in Chicago. Chicago's so, a city. Of Illinois, exactly. So, Illinois, Illinois. <laughs> they get it popping out there. It's not, it's not like Chicago is not like the whole. It's not the state. Chicago is a city, in a state. The state is Illinois. The state is still fucking woodland. Why you think they niggas sound like that? They, so the <laughs> so the so the guy that shot Reese or whatever, he didn't get arrested for having a gun. Was his gun legal? Like, did he? We don't know any of that information. Oh, okay. okay. But it, but but pretty much you can own a legal gun in almost any state you want. There's very few states that just have a complete ban on guns. Yeah, but it's hard to get a gun out here in man. No, but that, but that's that's the issue. Like everybody talks about gun violence in New York City, but probably 95 percent of the guns that people use are not purchased in New York City. So Absolutely you can have not. all the you can have all the gun laws that you want, but if you can drive right over to Connecticut and just drive right back with a whole fucking arsenal. Having strict gun laws is not going to do anything. If they really want to fix the gun issue problem, it has to be a countrywide sweep. Because as long as you can go somewhere else and buy guns, you can bring it anywhere where you know everybody else ain't got no guns. So, cool. All right. We're gonna go, everybody good? We done on that topic? Yeah. yeah. Kadeem, you want to speak on the topic again, even though you spoke on it? <laughs> no, another sir. All right. So, all right. I wrote the notes for this. This next topic, and it's a lot of shit, so I'm just going to read it verbatim because it's a lot. 
because Joe Button, he always has a lot of shit going on with him. So the Joe Button saga continues. When speaking on the Maul and, and Rory contract situation last week, we did not know all the details about their contract. Maul and Rory alleged in a sit down that their contract was not salary based. They have alleged that they had a percentage based salary, which means that for them to know what they would actually be paid, they would have to know about the income of the podcast and all deals associated with the podcast to properly know what their pay would be. It is also alleged that in 2019, Rory and Maul got to see some of the accounting and there was an error that didn't account for $400,000. Joe Joe responded on his latest podcast. He admitted that he failed everyone involved. Joe Button also has another situation pop up that could really impact his ongoing position as the as a voice for the hip hop culture. Olivia Dope, who was a host on the Seated Thing Is podcast, is now alleging that Joe Button sexually harassed her on one of the episodes of that podcast. She is alleging that he made multiple sexual passes at her while they're recording that while they were recording, and she proceeded to quit to quit the podcast soon after that episode was was recorded. Three months have passed, and now she recently dropped a 26-minute Instagram video exposing this alleged incident. Also on his latest podcast, Joe Button started with an apology to Olivia Dope. Do y'all think Joe But do y'all think Joe Button was robbing his co-host? And also, do y'all think the timing of Olivia Dope's revelation will negatively impact Joe going forward and his brand? Um, I don't think Joe was robbing his co-host. He probably was just unaware of certain accounting things. Some people, when you have so much things going on in your in your life. Numbers usually don't really matter like that because, trust me, if you have so much shit in, around you, so much ventures and other businesses, you really leave that up to the accountants. You really don't you know think what, about- You know what you're saying right now? And I'm so sorry for cutting you off, but you know what you're saying right now? That's like work, being a retail worker and then saying, oh, I work so hard, I don't account for my punches. So when they pay me less, I, I it's kind of my fault. No, you but- know what, it, you, know, you know what your money is, bro. He, he knows you, what you, his money you, is. You know what your money is, but when you have so many business ventures like he has and stuff like that, you get up to the counter. you know what your money is. But isn't Joe is? usually on Coke or some shit? He really don't- <laughs> No offense to him. Come on, man. That, come on. Don't do that. No, no. Don't do that. No don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't I know, do that. but I'm, yo, I was just trying to throw like shade you're, at you're him. Making, you're making a statement as though it's a fact. No, don't do not do that. I mean, he said it. I'm not making a statement. He said he, he was not on, say anything about no fucking He never no said he was on coke, coke bro. Stop You never it, said he was man. on that drug? All right. You know finish, what? Finish your, <laughs> finish your fucking comment, bro. Like, all right. All right. Yo, yo. All right. Listen. I feel like when you have so many business ventures like Joe has that he stated, that sometimes the numbers can get misconstrued. That's why you leave. That's why you pay accountants to handle your business. Um, Not four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I can only give in a. I can only speak. Well, you know what? Fuck it. But as for this whole Olivia Dope situation, uh, <laughs> if he was literally on live air on air sexually harassing his co-host, especially he's the boss, that's kind of fucked up. Especially if you know. That if you making a joke, you should know how to read the room. If you feel like if you make a, a an inappropriate joke towards a woman and you don't read the room and see that just what you're saying is wrong and you continue doing it, he's an asshole for that. And I really think that his apology doesn't mean shit because you should know you you're the boss of this lady because you hold power. This lady probably felt that she probably couldn't do anything because you could probably ruin her career. So I literally think that Joe. Is wrong for this, and I give I give him kudos for apologizing on live on the air, saying that it was his fault. But he needs to learn from the situation, and I think I don't know, man. I don't know if cancel culture might get rid of him, but this should be a learning step for uh, other people that's in the podcast industry 
that if you are in a situation where you have a, a female co-host, you got to be sensitive and understanding of what's in the room because you can't make certain sh- make other people feel uncomfortable while you're having fun and goofing around because that one joke can turn so many things upside down. And um, last week I made a comment about uh, I believe I said I if Joe did those oh, situations. If Joe did those did those situations with Rory and Miles, but I still stand by that Rory and Miles feel like they're on the same level as Joe. I still think that they're a little wrong for that. But if I kind of recant some of my statements last week saying that fuck them and all this extra shit, if there was money was taken and they, they had the right to look in the books and shit like that, okay? Because I didn't know that they were, they, they was a, it was a percentage-based situation. So it was my fault for that, but I still stand on the fact that Rory and Mal think that they're the same level as Joe, which is not true. People tuned in for Joe. Sorry to say this, but they tuned in for Joe because Joe had the headline name. He was the one that was on Love, all these reality TV shows. He he may not have the best music. People may not have wanted to go to his shows, but people love to hear what Joe has to say, and he was the main headline. So there you go. Um, With them. It's it's interesting. Uh, like it. Like at first, I was super uninterested in everything about it because I just, I just didn't care. Uh, I don't really adhere to their podcast, and I don't know who Ma or Rory are as people. And it just was so much for me. And then it was just like every other every other day. But now, when you hear the the circumstances of their contract might have been misconstrued, and we could, and the world could have been wrong. It's like, ooh, what now? Uh, I do. I am on the opposite end of what Gus is saying. I think that, sure, you do have accountants that handle things, but to sit there and go, oh, $400,000 is unaccounted for when it comes to the paying of other people and not yourself, that's not something that you just miss. You, you just misquote or misread because he made sure his money was right. He, if he, if his money wasn't coming in correctly, and mind you, speaking in, I'm speaking with an absolute without knowing this, but any person that's about their business, about their money, is making sure that they're getting paid correctly. No one's going to be sitting there and just be like, oh, I just get what I get. That's just not a not a human thing to, to do. So they, Rory and Maul really just did what Joe was doing. It's just that he might have been wrong in it, which is why I think he might have fought so hard and was like trying to bash them so hard over them trying to find out more. What what other reason would he have to try to hide that thing if they weren't if their salaries weren't based on what the show was doing? I mean, when we first talked about it, we was like, okay, it's his business. But at the same time, if they if what they're saying right now isn't true, then why would he go that hard? It just makes him look more guilty. And then it makes it more believable that he actually knew that he was robbing them. Now, granted. We don't know if that's the case. We're just, I'm speaking in terms of what it seems like and what it would feel like. And if I was in that situation, if I was in that situation, how I would behave. Because I would be like Maury, like Rory and Maul in that instance. And I don't think that anybody shouldn't, shouldn't be. But then again, if you really want to go back to what we were saying last week, that's what you get when your name ain't on the shit. You're finding out your information secondhand because technically you're the secondhand. You're the helping hand. You're not the, the proprietor. You're not the sole proprietor. And that's how you put yourself into that situation. We should be able to work with people, especially people that you're cool with and have that trust. 
But we, it's always great to remember that business and bus- business is business. And friendships are friendship. When we do our stuff together, I go along the lines that we're friends so we can do good business. But we still also recognize that business is business. And I think that's worthwhile for everybody to recognize. Good what question. do you think about the Olivia situation? You didn't say anything about that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't think, like, she ain't playing it. I, I think it's really difficult for anybody to ever question about when a person that's involved in a sexual assault, sexual harassment, decides to tell their truth on it. She didn't ask for anything. She just spoke her truth on it. And, you know, you don't know what kind of, no one knows what type of feelings are behind that when it comes to how long it takes to process and heal from the things before you can actually say what you got to say. Or maybe it was taking even longer and she finally just got angry with what was happening because she's seeing other people suffer from his type of behavior and it broke her. And she said, I got to say something now. It, it could just be a reaction to it. So the fact that he apologizing means that he understood that he did something wrong and there's credence to what she was saying. Uh, so she's entitled to do it whenever she wants. Any person that's a victim of any type of sexual assault, any type of hate crime is entitled to say, speak their mind, whatever they want to. Cool. Good. Good. Yeah. So, um, first thing I will recant what I said last week about, cause obviously all the comments was based off of the information we had there. So if, it's true that their contract is based on, um, it's based on the percent, uh, you know, a percentage basis. Then I do recant that it's fine for you to go reach out to Joe and have your your lawyers come out. But it, the thing I, d- I don't agree with is the ba- to my understanding, I could be wrong with this. It's just the basis of how it happens. I feel like all of this is happening because of the first firing or the. Or I guess you could call it first firing what the alleged like six episodes they were gone and shit like that. I feel like that spun and like no one's now all the trust is gone. So everyone is trying to just pull like a power move over one another to kind of see who's like, like I, I now I have a questions about the pay. I feel like this is something that could have probably, and Joe is wrong for this for sure, but they could have probably worked this out if all of, if everything that happened didn't happen and Rory and Ma probably came out and asked him about it. Maybe they could have worked it out, but, um, it seems like Joe Budden is doing what he always does. And if this is all true, then he fucked up his own bag. And to have a, a, a clerical error that doesn't count for $400,000, that seems that you were, you know, you're, you're, you're paying accountants to handle, to handle million dollar accounts. So that's, this is not like a trillion dollar company where you say like, Oh, we could write off $400,000 in errors, right? Joe Budden's making money, but he's not making money like that. So $400,000 is still a lot of money. So I don't agree with this whole, like, there was a clinical, there was a clerical error, and they they didn't know how that happened. That that sounds like something shady on the back end. So, um, however way this works out, I don't really want to speak too much on it, but it seems like Joe Bunn is doing them dirty, and I hope Rory and Maul, wherever they go forward with this, it works out for them. Um, as for Olivia Dope, her situation, if he was indeed giving sexual passes at you and made you uncomfortable, then Joe Bunn is a piece of shit and you shouldn't have done it but i really don't have i don't like the, the, the everything else i'm going to say is pretty much speculating so i don't really want to speculate on this particular topic so um joe button's definitely going to have a negative impact i don't see the joe button podcast lasting through the year wow so i don't see it lasting. but i did i was talking to tech about this a couple of days ago it is very possible that joe button wanted to retire from the podcast 
And the way to retire is to make a bomb like this, make Rory and Mo make their own podcast, and now he can make money on the back end without without anybody knowing. It would be a smart idea that you can make money on if you were smart enough to do that. Bomb the Joe Budden podcast. Up, big up the Rory and Mo podcast. You're going to get some initial buyout. You're going to get all that money. And then you can just ride out to the wind. Let everybody... Like, people already talk shit about Joe Budden, so I'm sure he has thick skin. I don't think he cares what people says about him at this point in time, so... But that's just like a funny joke there. But, you know, beyond that, it looks like Joe Biden is fucking up again. So because I even heard Kevin Hart drop to something on him, saying like talking shit about him, too, yeah. which is crazy. You don't hear Kevin Hart say anything about people. So if you have someone like Kevin Hart, who is like the Hollywood lovable person talking shit too, like, yeah, you, you kind of fucked up there. man. So that's all I really have to say about that. All right. So <clears throat> my thinking, um, I'm a huge, you know. Joe Button podcast fan. I've listened to pretty much every episode that's ever come out. So I've been along for the whole ride. And I think the biggest problem with Joe Button in this whole situation is that Joe Button, that podcast exploded so quickly. And Joe still tried to handle it as though he was just kicking it with his friends when it shouldn't be that case anyway. It shouldn't be like that anymore. When it comes to the accounting or money or anything like that, Joe shouldn't have anything. He shouldn't be involved in that at all. Do you think Jay-Z is sitting around knowing exactly what that counting is happening with Rock Nation? No. He's a boss. He sits at the top and he pays people to take care of that. And if you have an issue, you go directly to the people that's doing the accounting. So the fact that Rory and Maul had to even speak to Joe about that, that, that shouldn't have even been the case. Joe should have hired the accounting people and be like, look, I don't know what's going on. This whole $400,000, I don't know anything about none of that because I don't deal with any of that. The money just gets paid out to everybody, and I just do what I do as a, as a, as the head of this. But because Joe had his foot in it, and it seemed like he knew about that whole four hundred thousand thing, that's when it looked bad. And then when he went on his podcast and he blew up on those guys and made it seem like, oh, they were just fucking up and they didn't know their contract and shit like that. But he never, not once, said anything about it being percentage based. The only way that you're going to know what percentage you're going to get is if you can if you know what is going to be brought in totally. So they weren't asking for anything that was too crazy or too out of line. They were just they just needed to know what they were getting paid. And so I, I actually, you know, I believe Rory and Maul. I believe that they they probably don't think Joe was stealing, but there was some funny stuff going on and they just wanted to get some clarity. And whenever they asked about clarity, it always got blown up into some big fight and Joe cursing at them and everybody that dealt with their money are Joe's people that, you know. The fucking accounting people is Joe's people. The manager that runs everything in, that's Joe's people. So how is Rory and Maul supposed to trust anything that's coming from these guys when you won't give me the information? When you finally gave me the information, we pointed out this big-ass discrepancy that nobody saw. And, like, how are they supposed to believe that? So I believe Rory and Maul. I think Joe needs to understand that if if this thing is to go on and go further, if you want to be a mogul, you got to move like a mogul. Moguls don't handle the, the the small shit. They don't deal with any of that. Joe Button shouldn't be the one handing Rory and Maul checks or anything like that. It should he should not be involved in any of that. So he needs to separate himself. He needs to hire people. Like he needs to hire a general manager. He needs to hire, you know, a general man that's impartial. That's a general manager of the whole podcast. Don't don't get, you know, Joe's manager to manage the podcast because he's always going to side with Joe. So this is definitely has to be a learning experience for him. Um. It seems like Rory and Maul are already starting their new podcast, and we'll see. Everybody was talking about how much they loved him on the Joe Button podcast, but Joe definitely proved the point that, hey, when these guys aren't here and I pull two niggas off the street, we still get the same amount of views. 
So Joe can let them go. And I think that would probably be the best thing to do because the trust is gone. There's no way that they can ever come back and smile and stuff like that because the way Joe blew up on them and then when they came and they discussed what their side was and a lot of people are believing them, that that old dynamic is gone. That, that's never going to happen again. And the whole Olivia Dope situation. So the reason why this situation is kind of weird. First off, Joe, you're a fucking weirdo. Like telling a woman that you want to fuck them and shit like that, that you don't have any kind of real relationship that you know, that's some weird, stupid shit. And you got to stop doing that. But also the thing is, Joe is cool with Mandy and Bridget Kelly, the other two people that are on that podcast. And when he was making those statements, those girls were laughing and joking and kikiing and everybody in there was laughing and Olivia was laughing too. So I'm not saying Joe was right to keep going with the shit, but when everybody around is laughing and kikiing and even the victim is kikiing too, you can understand why Joe would think, oh, this is all fun and games. This is all jokes. Everybody's laughing. It's, it's not a big deal. And then for her to just up and quit, which is her right, she can do whatever she wants to do. I, I agree with that. But it's just the timing is kind of weird. Like, you can take whatever time that you want to actually say what you got to say, and that's fine. But when you wait for the moment that Joe has one of the biggest problems with his podcast to come on and just want to pile on because you know that everybody's shitting on Joe, I'm not saying that that's the wrong thing to do, but it's going to look kind of weird. So I don't know what Olivia's playing this is. I guess she wanted to get her point across because when Joe was on top, you don't want somebody with that much power to be coming down on you because Olivia is New York City popular. Like they know her in the city, but she's not as big as, you know, Mandy and Bridget, the other people that are on the podcast. So I guess she could see where like, oh, well, Joe could really fuck shit up for me. So, I, you know, I'm sorry that that happened to her. Joe, you need to learn how to deal with women. That saying that you want to fuck them and just stupid shit while you're recording. I don't, I don't know what the fuck was on your mind. And once again, you are her boss. She works for you. If you guys were on the same level, then all right, that's just stupid shit. Hey, cut it out. But she could feel pressure like, oh, shit, if I don't play along with this, this nigga's going to fire me. So, Joe, you got to understand, if you want to be this mogul, you want to compare yourself to Diddy and Hove and be in those same circles, do that. But you can't be friends with people that you work with. You can't be having that same friendly, chummy, chummy level. So that's what I think. So what do you guys think? You're a now Joe Button coming back from this. Hell, I don't know. Nah. Uh, I don't know. He going to have that nah. meeting. I don't know. Nah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. Joe is starting to look like the Teflon Don out here, man. I think it's unless a year. he got the mad going, dudes. I, 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 don't I think know. he's. I think he's gonna be alright from this because the whole Rory and Maul thing. Okay, they left. They're gonna start their own thing. He's gonna keep doing what he's doing. And the whole Olivia Dilt thing. Yes, he said some crazy shit to her, but it wasn't some oh I'm a you know I grabbed you up in a room, I felt you up, anything like that. I'm not saying that you know it's not as bad, but because it wasn't a physical thing, I could see, and he apologized immediately. I could see people being like, all right, cool. He apologized. It is what it is. Let's you know see. the cancel culture, bro. You know how this is. But cancel culture is bullshit. They be mad at you for one day. And then next thing you know, they completely forget about it. True. But... Joe Button was trending like crazy over the weekend. Oh, Nobody's saying nothing about it now. He dropped another episode, said sorry, and that was it. It's crickets. Let me ask you a question. Is um, Rory and Miles still under the Joe Button's um, umbrella? Because if they start a new podcast, would they would Joe still get a percentage of that? He fired them. That's they. Yeah, if he fired somebody, no, because, you void the contract. But I, but I thought, but isn't but wasn't it stated that he if they start a podcast, he can get a percentage out of it because he still they have a deal or something like that. The smartest yeah, he thing voided the contract. The smartest thing for Joe to do, even if that contract was still actually valid, would be to just let them go. 
or if it's like what Kadeem said, if he's if this is just some master plan and it's just gonna be another podcast on the network. But I don't I think it would be foolish. Right now he he has egg on his face, like he looks bad. The best thing for him to do would just be to let them guys go. He has his other two guys, people are still paying attention to them, just let them go. All right, man. On to some funny ass, hilarious news. I'm going to say it like Stephen A. Smith. Kwame Brown. <laughs> I hope I got it right, man. I hope I got it right. My man, Kwame, my man Kwame Brown is out here wilding out in the, in the streets right now. He has the whole sports industry right now shooken up because he. we all know he had like a, a relatively okay career, but he didn't live up to the hype that okay. of a number one draft pick. <laughs> but... Yeah, that- Subpar career. I mean, well, you know, what I mean, he, he did assist Kobe into for eighty two points, though. You know, what I mean, you can't press. <laughs> I mean, Kobe could buy him for eighty two points. So you, you, you got to give my man some credit for that. You know, but, corny you are. Wait, wait, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you you know, know how corny you let are. Me, to let take me what I said, To take what I said in a text message and you, you try see to, this try to you see how this, you see how this motherfucker so is. Corny, you see how this motherfucker is. He won't let me shine. He always got to fuck it up. Yo, yo, he's really, need, yo, he's really trying to act like he yo, said this. I said this statement. And nigga, he I said it. Up. If you look at the text message, you read it. You know what? Forget it. I'm, let me get back to this. My man Kwame Brown is wilding out right now, man. He out here got beef with my, he got beef with Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, Stephen, Stephen Jackson, and Stephen A. Smith. This man is going crazy because I, I, I mean, what do you fellas, fellas think? Do you think he has the, the right to say something after 20 plus years? of being disrespected or you just think he's just a bitter man and just want to get clout right now. Yeah, it is. It, it just, after 20 years, what's the point now? Like, sure. You can be like, yo, I've been tired of hearing it for, for so long, but it's also been 20 years. My nigga. <laughs> like at this point, like, it's like, all right, I don't even care anymore. Like you shouldn't even care anymore. Uh, I think I I personally think that is a clout move. Cause who who the fuck was worried about Kwame Brown before this? And now all of a sudden he has a YouTube page, a little blog thing going that like no one knew about, but now the world knows about. And he's still wrong. It seems like it. Uh, because when you look at, I don't know if you guys listen to All the Smoke or watch the watch All the Smoke podcast. I do. They weren't really like OD and on Kwame Brown. They just said that he didn't live up to what he's supposed to. And I think a lot of that has to do with Michael Jordan, but you know, that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that this episode. <laughs> We're just talking about his reaction. It's just, it's after 20 years, like if somebody every day was like, like I fuck with Gus on a regular basis. If 20 years from now, Gus is like, I'm tired of you saying my legs are small, I'm probably going to make fun of him even more. Like it just like after twenty years to break your silence, like you should have said something from the beginning. You didn't. It's not even like you could have just like yo. I'm gonna just play better. You should have played better, and you should have defended yourself from the beginning. You're a grown man. Well, he was a boy when it first happened. He 17. was like seventeen, right? Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, but he had plenty. Of, it's twenty. Twenty years is a long time. That's a lifetime from a lot of people. Wait, what the? I'm, what, what what's up with Michael Jordan? You said because of Michael Jordan, what he do? Oh, so even even within the Wizards. Within the Wizards camp, they always discussed that Michael Jordan himself was just way too hard on the players. So uh, you know how even in the what was the show that they did the um, Last Dance, uh, like all his teammates would discuss like how Jordan would put would like attack you to make you better, and it works for some people. It's like if I'm like 
yo, stop being a pussy in order to make you like do something. I'm not actually calling you a pussy, but if I did that, like you know how some people were reacting kind of, oh man, I ain't no pussy, and then turn up. Yeah, Jordan did that same type of situation in Kwame, well, with Kwame Brown, but somebody had brought up. You got to remember, Kwame Brown was 17. He wasn't a full grown man. He was a, he was a boy still. So the same tactics that you use on a grown man don't always come uh, like translate to talking to children. Gotcha. And so that in itself could have helped diminish his confidence and break him down even more, made him worse, because he did get better when he went to the Lakers. So, so what basically happened is that when Michael Jordan actually drafted him, the intention was to trade him to the Bulls for Elton Brand. Elton Brand. And that fell through. So I could see Jordan being like having animosity and like, yo, the real thing that I wanted to happen didn't happen. And he put too much pressure on Kwame Brown. Uh, you have anything else to add, Is? No, it's that. And I, I think that's the other part of it. That, like, no, like, could you imagine knowing that you was the first pick, but only side things could give you away? Yeah. And then. The, and then what is who is considered to be the one of the greatest basketball players, arguably the greatest ever, is also belittling you because you're not living up to expectation, and you're 17. That's a lot. Yeah. And your name's Kwame Brown. <laughs> that's, just, that's a lot to deal with. Kwame Brown, do it, Gus. <laughs> Kwame Brown. <laughs> so, so, so here's my here's my thing with Kwame Brown, man. I I'm not surprised that he's flipping out like this. For anybody to have all that pressure for Michael Jordan, and then when you finally get traded and go to another team, you have to deal with Kobe Bryant. I'm surprised this nigga hasn't went and killed himself already because that's a lot of fucking pressure. Jesus Christ. But here's the thing with him, though. Like, you you got drafted number one. You could have you been better. And if you didn't get better, you could have spoke up for yourself. People have been saying that you were trash and one of the biggest busts forever. So just randomly out of nowhere to start wanting to blast and beef and curse and, and talk all this stupid shit and bring up people's personal business and stuff like that because you weren't good at basketball is clout chasing. That's all it is, clout chasing. And people that are paying attention to him, it's a clown show. Because he never said anything. He never stood up for himself when everybody was clowning him forever. And he never got better. He played for 12 years, made a whole lot of money. You were the number one draft pick. And you didn't live up to the expectation that you were supposed to do. You didn't even try to get better. And now, all of a sudden, you just want to randomly start going at people. Like, now he's going at, you know, Charlemagne because Charlemagne and them said something on The Breakfast Club. It's like... He feels that he can just go at anybody and say whatever he want now because now you grew a set of balls. Like, I, I I think it's stupid. I think it's cloud chasing. I think people should not be paying him no mind. Like, what you were known for was being the number one pick and you didn't live up to the expectations of that pick. And that's your fault because, you know, you got to play. It wasn't injuries or anything like that. When you think about somebody like Greg Oden, it's like, yo, his fucking legs fell apart. There's nothing he could do about that. You were the number one overall pick and you were given multiple opportunities to play better and you didn't. And now you're mad that people – you can't be mad at the truth. It was the truth. You were not a good basketball player. And now you're talking about, oh, you want to talk about Matt Barnes and his situation with Derek Fisher. And you're talking about that, oh, Steven Jackson used to pay for pussy. And, oh, like like all this shit that's just random nonsense. You're bringing up, oh, Charlemagne is a rapist for a case that he never was charged for. Like you're just talking random shit. And I don't like the fact that people are giving this guy a platform. Like – 
And, and then he he always tried to spin it. Oh, what I want to do is have, why aren't these people focusing on the kids and focusing on building up black people when all he's doing is tearing down every single person that has said anything about it. Like, he went out Rachel Nichols. What the fuck are you doing going at Rachel Nichols? Not Rachel Nichols. Like, like come on, nigga. Like, so <laughs> I I don't care if anything about what Wait, Kwame Brown has to say. Okay. Tech, he said something about Rachel Nichols? Yes. He what he said about Rachel Nichols? She, she's one of the nicest people in the world. Well, she probably said that he was a bum, and he was, and he don't like that. Like, yo, you can't be mad at the truth, nigga. Like, I got a big-ass forehead. I can't get mad when these niggas make jokes about my forehead, and I, got, I don't you got really, a hairline. You really, you really going to stop at your forehead? Well, I got a big-ass head. <laughs> I, I can't get mad at the truth, bro. I can't get mad at the truth. You, you did not live up to what you were supposed to do, and you never said anything. And now 20 years later, you want to come here and blast people, talk about people's personal business? Like, he's going to have his 15 minutes of fame, and then people going to realize, like, why the fuck are we listening to this guy? And it's going to be over. So that's all I think about him. Well, Kwame Brown combined with Kobe for 82 points, you know, and according to Gus, he assisted everyone oh, in his Oh, points. yeah, don't forget, he set screens. Kobe would have scored those points if he didn't Kobe set screens. Won. According to Gus, Kobe wouldn't have scored 81 if he didn't set the screens by Kwame Brown. <laughs> according to me or according to him. I'm like, don't. I got the I'm, quoting what, I'm quoting what he said. You I didn't say that. Nothing. You yes, if you nothing. Nigga, if yeah, you watch the video. Know, Kwame Brown said it. No, no. Oh. Yeah, Kwame Brown said 82 and 1, but that's. Yo, I'm Gus, quoting what he said. Read the text. One hour, nigga. 32 minutes, and 58 seconds. This nigga tech went to use the bathroom. Um, Like, to prove my point again, Gus. I can read the text message, bro. You literally you quoted but, him, but and I'm then quoting you what went he said. Defend him. You, but you then on you went on to defend yeah because him. you 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 act like when you are NBA player, bro. you have players around you like they can't bro, help you. you. Know they you can't help you stupid, set you up. Bro. That makes no you sense. How, that makes no you sense. know how stupid, you know how stupid you sound, and like you're you honestly wow. you're you're a hater in a lot of cases because if. If 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 Jordan would have dropped sixty, you would never say. Yes, I would. You never, bro. You never say. It was never Let's let's bring it to football. We talk about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers threw four picks, but you never. I mean, four four touchdowns. You don't say. Well, Devontae Adams caught all the touchdowns. If you watch those, if you watch those touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers created that. Created them shit. That nigga helped make up. How if the receiver does plays, but the receiver can drop plays, man. So the receiver can drop the ball. So the receiver can drop the ball. What you telling me, Aaron Rodgers is same plays? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't make any sense. Keep it, keep it back if, to this. If, no, 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 no. You got. Let's bring this whole point in. Yes, Aaron Rodgers oh, can extend plays, but he can drop the ball. Kwame Brown could set a screen, but Kobe Bryant has to make the shot. But you acting like nobody can help. You're li- so so okay, how is that no I, logic? So when you play basketball, I'm you you play on my I'm team. Using what you, I'm you using what you're saying. I'm using what you're saying. I'm using what you're saying. You said Aaron Rodgers. He he extended the plays. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers. But the receiver caught the ball. Sometimes, right? if you watch some of these, no, 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 it's because Kwame Brown set those screens. Kwame Brown was yeah, Kwame Brown was ready to receive that three point shot himself. That's what it is. That's what you're saying. After, hate, after yo, he yo. set that screen, Kwame goes to the top of the key. All good. All good, right? Like, anyway, look what I'm saying. Yo, Kwame Brown. He's, I get it. He's the butt of the joke for. He's been the butt of the NBA for years. Talk your shit if you want. I really don't care. Like this shit is gonna blow over. The one thing I would say though, we do violate Kwame Brown. Do y'all remember Anthony Bennett? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was about to bring that up in my next 
that nigga was a bust oldie. Like, Greg Oden is a good, because Greg Oden was over Kevin Durant, if I'm not mistaken, and his legs did fuck up. And people were always like, damn, you should have got KD. Nah, Greg Oden was going to be a beast. But everyone thought that Anthony Bennett was going to be like this guy, and this nigga came in the league, and I mean, it, it's partly some of the Cavs' fault, because the Cavs then got Andrew Wiggins the next season, right? Was it the next season they got yeah. Andrew Wiggins? And then they so, traded Andrew Wiggins for love, and LeBron came back. And LeBron came back. So Andrew Bennett, but he really didn't do nothing because when Kyrie but, came, his rookie season. But the big yeah. difference with Anthony Bennett: Anthony Bennett played for like three or four years. Kwame Brown True. played for twelve like, years and was a yeah. bum for twelve. That years. nigga was on the Warriors. That nigga was on the Warriors <laughs> with um with, with with what's his name? Oh my God, Baron Davis. Baron Davis, right? Baron yeah. Davis. He played with Baron Davis. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kwame Brown. I mean, hey. You had your run with the Lakers. They he averaged like thirteen points in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like yeah, a couple good games. You know, what I mean, you're trash. He's still trash. I don't. You could. I don't know what you want. Everyone. I don't know what's the what what his intent with telling like you know going off is like is he trying to say like I was a better player and y'all not giving me credit. I I, I don't know. But personally, the whole Jordan situation. I can't give a pass to that because if you're 17 years old and you was with Jordan for five seasons, you're still only 22. You're really not in your prime till you're about 28, 29. So that still gives you six or seven years for you to mold and be better. And this during his time, it was a big man league. You could easily be in that Dwight Howard boat and you know feed you down low and you know easily get a couple you know 12, 15 points. Right. You couldn't grab do- rebound, 12 rebounds, grab- 15 points. You got a great career. You have a career, career. He he couldn't do it. I yo, I remember games where he missed wide open dunks, and I know Stephen A. Smith always likes to bring that shit up. So, I mean, Kwame Brown, look, leave him alone. I, I mean, I don't I don't think about the dude anymore. I don't know why, but yeah, you were a bust, bro. It's, you should have been. A he, he was the original Javel McGee. No, you know what? Yeah, but even Javel for the Lakers was doing work. Exactly. Bro. Even Javel oh, turned it, it around. Yeah, like even Javel with the Warriors, like, look, Javel, you don't got to give us six points, but you give us a calm seven, eight rebounds off the bench and just be a defensive presence. That's fine. Kwame Brown was literally like a, uh, he was just like a walking easy target. Like you just all oh, Kwame Brown down low. Oh, I'm gonna cut this nigga up real quick. Well, that, eh, that's how I feel about Kwame Brown. This is gonna blow up. Uh, I disagree with all of y'all. I feel like it's not cloud chasing. Uh, I didn't say that's cloud chasing. Well, not. Well, I'm sorry. I disagree with Tech and Israel. I don't think it's cloud chasing. The reason why is because when you're in the NBA or if you're in any type of job, the the best thing for you to do is try to maintain your composure and keep your mouth quiet. Because even though media is out there talking crap about you, he can't explode on them because you're trying to still get a job, even though your game is not that great or whatever y'all like to say. Um, I I agree with him. Like, yo, when you when you have so much vitriol hate going your way it manifests i mean like come on when when you're the butt of everyone's joke constantly to make a point about a bad player it can manifest to certain things you don't know how people are people one thing that tech always like to bring up you should never when you talk about somebody you should never get mad when they how they respond and that's the and like if he responds the way he did he has every right because he's upset imagine for 20 years or 12 15 years you're getting bullied talked about like you ain't shit like literally, that that shit could be depressing. You don't know that man's psyche, and he's out of the NBA for what, like ten years, and your name is still being brought up. It just he just exploded, and I have no. I, I feel like he's not cloud chasing. He's just trying to set his piece, and he has every right to. Like Gush, he, Gush, I'm not trying to cut you off. 
if he responded one time to what was said and then let it go, cool. You had a right to respond to what happened. Now he's constantly going on and on and but on. But people keep bringing his name up. What you expect? What you expect, man? If Charlemagne or if, uh, if, well, no, if Charlemagne uh, Jamel, said leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlemagne said leave. Because Charlemagne brought up a personal issue with his family. He's like, yo, why are you bringing up my family? We all tricky here when somebody brings up our family. Why would you talk about that man's family? Yeah, but the nigga, Come but the on, man. did it in defense yeah. of you. It's not like he was trying but, to make fun of But it doesn't matter. But why are you bringing up my dad did this and that? Why are you bringing up my brother killed? Like, come on. That's something you don't bring up. People are very touchy with because family. Because he's, exp- he's trying to explain he why the person He's trying to bring a point, but you don't have to bring... I understand that, but you don't have to bring up a point about somebody's family. Just be like, leave him alone. That's it. He brought up his family. Yeah, Jamel but... Hill, all these, okay, whatever. All these other... I'm kind of done this whole time. No, no. All these other people are bringing up, bringing up stuff about him. He's going to respond because I'm like... The first thing, the number one thing that he gets, he's getting mad, talk to him. If you want to hear his side of the story, bring him on and talk to him instead of talking about him. And like, you never know what somebody's mental is because tech. People could say something about you over and over again. Eventually, you're going to snap. You know what I mean? And I understand why he didn't snap when he was in the NBA because you're trying to maintain, you're trying to get a job. And if you snap, that could hinder you, hinder you from getting a job. So I don't think it's cloud chasing. I just think he just he just frustrated. He's exploded. That's my opinion. And he, was, he wasn't that great of a player. I mean, granted, he was a bust. But still, you don't give you the right to, to constantly bother and berate someone for years and years, even if they're out of the NBA and constantly shitting on them. You never know if that man was trying to start a business or something. You can handle that man business by running your mouth every fucking minute. Oh, he's a but he got small hands, small feet, and all this shit. Come on, man. That shit can handle people's fucking psyche and fuck people up. So I don't think it's cloud chasing. Okay. Yeah, y'all disagree with me, right? Yep. Yeah, nothing to argue. You feel the way you feel, we feel the way we feel. It's not gonna, But I ain't I, I, I so, so if so he ain't so Tech, let me ask you a question. He doesn't have the right to respond back to people saying. He absolutely does. And so I if anybody keep bringing his name, and I absolutely have the right to say that I don't care what he has to say because he he's not even handling it in a professional way. Like if you want to, if they're talking about his basketball, they're talking about him playing basketball. Why the fuck is he bringing up Matt Barnes' situation with Derek Fisher and his ex wife? Why is he bringing up shit? No, no, Why is he bringing up Matt Barnes? Never said Matt Barnes didn't he say, didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. Matt Barnes, you know what he did when they started talking about it? Matt Barnes tapped. Steven uh Steven Jackson's leg. That's it. And Steven Jackson made a comment about him as a basketball player, bringing well, up bring- oh he's he's out here fucking strippers and paying for pussy and shit. Like why what's with these personal move. what's with these personal hate, attacks, bro? Like but you you but like it, Charlemagne it, it, made a statement about your hold fit. On. real quick, Tech. Gus, you can't say that you're okay with it when last week when we were talking about how uh you were so against the fact that uh Academics or Rory, whichever one was snitching on about the other one having side chicks. You can't That's say true. that. Right. I'm, 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 not, I'm not condoning it what he said, but you don't know how people can react to certain shit, man. My name, that's not the point. You said you didn't agree shit. last week. I don't, agree, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with him talking about Stephen A. Jackson paying for puss. But you got to understand, this shit is man. 20 years of fucking shit being talked about you. That shit can fuck, fuck anyone over. So so in twenty years, we're gonna see Gus snatch off his do rag. Yeah, like, I, might, I got it, niggas. Stop playing with me. I might, I might, I might, I might, I might, I might go to Israel, slap the shadow. I do got a hairline. Y'all <laughs> always making fun of me. I'm tired of this shit. Well, yo, yo, fun now. fact: Kwame Kwame Brown combined with Kobe for eighty two points in a game. That's that's, that's <laughs> the best thing to come out of this whole shit. Like no matter how you want to now but you can't, but you can't front them jokes that he, them jokes that he was saying 
<laughs> Those jokes that you say was funny, though. No, no, no. no, no. He, he was he was throwing some haymaker. He He's like that. We call Stephen A. Smith. You four-headed bat. Some shit he said. <laughs> he's like, you, you yep, slapped the toupee he, off of the- He's mad at Stephen A. Smith because all Stephen A. has done his whole life was talk. But guess what? Stephen A. has probably made more money than him, and he was an NBA player. So it's like, I mean, yo. I looked at it, He made over $70 million. I mean, that's that's not a small feat, bro. $70 million not, in your NBA it's, career? It's I, don't not, think Stephen, I don't think Stephen A. Smith made $70 million. Two million for a year. Was he put it down to $35 million? Was he yeah, worth, but, se- was he worth $70 million, though? At the time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, what the no, fuck? He's, a, he's you, out there still No, no, no. You're worth whatever someone's paying. So what the fuck? I, listen. Hey, man. He made $70 million. No, One thing I can say. No one can say, like, set, to get $70 million, you have to do something, right? Listen, good for him. My thing is this. If you want to have these conversations with people, Matt Barnes, he invited you up to the podcast <laughs> and Kwame declined. Like, you have all this smoke and you want to sit in your car and you want to sit on your YouTube and just talk shit about people, but you don't want to have a face-to-face conversation. You're just doing this because you're getting clout and people are paying attention to you now. And now that's why he wants to keep running on with this. And anytime anybody says anything, I bet if he heard what we had to say about him, he would have something to say about us, too. Just because that's some clout-chasing shit. Because you know what? He do- he does what academics does. Academics just sits <laughs> and just rants that's and rants text, and rants. Man. Never faces anything about anybody that he says, and he just goes on and on and on and on because nobody can get to him. So Kwame is trying to be the new academics, and that shit is corny to me. That's text boy. Academics. So you're or not? That's it. On what? On him? It's a, it's a LMAO for me. It's a it's a yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a nah adjacent. It's a nah. It's a nah. Yeah. For me. It's a uh, yeah. So go to what? Nah, I don't know. I'm fucking with y'all. Why are you saying it? <laughs> it's, like, like, it's a year. It's like, a year. It's a year. Real feminine like me. Jesus wow. Christ. Anyway, um, go right into the quick hits really quickly here. Um, to start off, first thing, Microsoft is planning on getting rid of Internet Explorer. Uh, I think they said 2022 they're going to be oh, getting no. rid of it. So, mm-hmm. Oh, my Not God. Explorer going away. That was on Quick Notes? Quick Hits? No, it's a quick hit. No, but I didn't see it. I must have not updated my notes. Yeah, because you're not a mic, so you don't get to talk. <laughs> yeah, anyway. he, he can add quick. This is his section. He can add whatever quick hit he wants. All right, cool. All right. Um, uh, Uber and Lyft are offering free rides to and from doctor's appointments for vaccinations in some major cities. Uh, that's amazing. They're really trying to get everyone to do vaccines. Just don't do Johnson & Johnson. Just please look up the areas that are doing it. Dude, Let me not say not do Johnson & Johnson. Let me not say that. Hold up. Let me not say that. That's very bad to Johnson today. Hold up. Let me... That's crazy. Even Johnson & Johnson is better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Even Johnson & Johnson is better than Johnson & Johnson, I think, is like 67% effective or something. This nigga Chris Rock said Johnson Johnson is the welfare of vaccines. Wallet. Wallet, Wallet. Anyway, um... So guys, look, we're we're close to the summer. Get vaccinated, man. Hey, let's 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 cut this out. Like I have a homeboy who told me like I don't put poison in my body, but he smokes weed from a butt, man. I'm like, you don't even know, bro. And yo, and another, I saw this video. that's like I don't put like you don't want to take the vaccine, but you drink four locos in college. Do y'all four remember four locos? Four locos? That shit was liquid crack, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I never touched it. Bro, but I heard it was nice. I never drunk one, but I used to. I have friends I used to drink it. They'd be like, "Yo, you can't even get through this whole can without being fucked up, bro." Like, I've anyway. never had a four loco. Neither. I've never had one, but I've had people go to when I was in college in Maryland. They used to fucking go to Seven Eleven and buy them shits. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's vaccines. 
Romeo, uh, a little Romeo, if y'all don't remember, he wants to do a versus battle with Bow Wow. Why? Bow Wow. Bow Why? Wow can, well, it, it's... Name five Romeo songs. I said, little Bow Wow. You're just, that's not Romeo songs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, I promise I don't need a girlfriend. Is, bro, that's the song. I was, I was trying to say, the, yeah, that's the one. Fair. Uh, Romeo, need, he is delusional, bro. He got 20 songs. No, no, he does not songs. have 20 songs. He, he has 20 songs if he includes his dad songs with him. If he includes his dad if he includes his dad songs. college. No, no, no. If he includes his dad and his uncle um C murder songs, he can have 20, he can have 20 songs. Speaking of which, yeah, my mean, my my music subscription today was on random and it was trying to get me to kill everybody. The first song that I played was uh Fuck the mother niggas. That's my shit, and, bro. And, I, and then they played D- and then they played DMX after that. Uh what's my name? And then it fucking played Casanova set tripping. I was like, oh. why are we going through this at five in the morning? Oh, they trying to get you to murder. Oh, everybody. that's why you was on the train playing that Casanova. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck is I also thought that'd be funny to to play set tripping when you have like a sunrise background. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like a stupid. Um Nicki Minaj released her mixtape with three new songs on all streaming platforms. Good to see she's back. Tech can't see that, but we can see that she's back. That's fucking yeah, can't yeah. tech see it. Why, why can't tech? What happened? You want to you get now? I think we've, we've done the story like three times already. So I'm not doing Nikki, the story again. He but said Nikki DP I, and Nikki Blackson. I can see it from the talking BS page. So I can see everything she's doing. Yeah, so uh, Nikki dropped that. Send that password over here, Napfat. Send that password. But along with Nikki, J. Cole dropped an album on Friday. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of his best albums. I put it up there. I've listened to the album, I think, like eight times already, start to finish. Yeah, Definitely and, and one thing about this album, like a lot of people, they always say that J. Cole music could put you to sleep and it's not really like hype or anything but who says that a lot of people, nah, say people definitely say a lot that. of people say like kld people a lot of people say like kld was it's like, the motherfucking it's the motherfucker that don't listen no, to no, no. it's the, it's no, the I, like I, that homie shit if you like all right i could say this right if you like jay electronica you will like j cole but if you like mumble rap you won't like j cole yeah, yeah. mumble, uh, mumble not, rap don't have nothing to say you say the sage it's like you like little baby and shit, or you know what I mean. That's what I'm you like niggas like little baby and shit like that. You're not gonna like J Cole. Nah, he's got he's a little ba- baby is actually a little lyrical. No, no, no. Little baby is definitely lyrics. lyrical. It's like it's no, like no, 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 no. It's not. I'm not gonna. No, no, no. So you think his lyrics is on par with who? No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because because future is not lyrical. Little baby is lyrical. He's more lyrical than future. Which one is the which one is the baby or the baby? Which one is the dark skin one? No, little baby is. No, not the, the baby and the Braves and the baby is the dog. The, the, the baby, baby has lyric too, but my problem the, the thing with Lil Baby more than the baby. way no, it's the way that Lil Baby raps is the reason why a lot of these young niggas like him because he raps like how these mumble he rappers. He mumbles lyrically. Yeah, he mumbles lyrically. That's what he does. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, J Cole dropped an album, fire album. There's like seven songs I can listen to on repeat. Fire. Fire. Fire album. So J. Cole killed it there. King Petty files uh, documents to seize <laughs> Tierra Marie's assets because she failed to pay court order legal fees. You gotta if love you don't this know who man. King Petty is, is that man Curtis Jackson? That nigga Yo, 50 Cent. This is love like him. this is um Israel's namesake, right? This nigga loves 50 Cent. <laughs> I, like, I get it. 
<laughs> Yo, you know what? It sounds fucked up, but I'm for it. Go at just do it. I'm I'm not mad at the nigga, bro. Like this this was something that happened, and Fifty Cent don't let shit go. You should have never tried to sue the nigga. So. Life has consequences. Now you got to deal with him. Now it's you funny that how you don't have how you don't have thirty seven thousand dollars to pay this man. You got thirty seven thousand dollars. I mean, I do. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about my thing, but I, he I does. definitely. He has thirty seven thousand dollars. Why? Why? Like, why? But the thing about we it, all I got thirty seven thousand. Yes, we have, at least have thirty seven thousand. I, I ain't got no thirty seven. No, I'm no, broke, no baby. damn. All right, whatever. I'm broke, baby. I ain't got no Just money. Just dig into your dig into your AARP. Fuck you, man. <laughs> nah, but I'm saying she she had once had a music career. She did this reality show. How you don't have thirty seven thousand dollars? Listen, man? it don't matter what she had. You should never wear that fifty cent. Cause you like, know you are, gonna keep dragging. 50, not even that. Fifty cent is one of the smartest niggas in the world. This nigga, you could take this nigga to court, and he's gonna come out on top. He don't even because he, he doesn't he, do nothing. He don't even need the money. He'd rather he pay the lawyers. He's just doing it, bro. He'd rather, he'd rather, he'd just, he'd rather pay the like, lawyers to have money. Niggas like wait. So Power Book Two just broke all these records. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got some extra cash. Let's just let's just fucking go at it. Like why you, not? You know he's spending not... more. You know he's spending more money just to just to um make. This is why I'm for it. That's this, this is why crazy. I'm for it. He'd rather pay I'm... more money than he's gonna get just to fuck with her. <laughs> Yo, who cares? Man. Who cares? He's, he he's wins. Letting it be known. Don't fuck with Fifty unless you got Don't your shit. Don't fuck in order. with Fifty, right? You got your shit. You got it. Like if you want to come at Fifty, you need to be making. Make money, sure, like make sure your shit is correct. Over some shit. Make sure no, your no, shit is no, correct, because no. that nigga gonna come at you forever. Nah, you, you better, you better make, you better got a hundred million in the bank. You gonna come at fifty, like fifty dollars is just a regular nigga. So that's fifty cent. Um, rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Yeah, uh, one of the greats. I mean, one yeah, of the man. greats. Comedian passed away at seventy nine. Uh, I didn't check. Did he, show, did he? Did he die from? So it was a heart attack. Not your cause. Heart attack. Yeah, yeah, man. That's one of the biggest killers in our black community, man. So, rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Uh, definitely one of the greatest there. I'm going to leave this next one to Gus, because he really wanted to bring this oh, one wow. out. Yeah, so Gus, was hit really, next... Gus was really adamant about this. Very Gus, adamant. About this. Yeah, I, so go I, ahead, I, was, I was like, it was in the news. I thought we... Just, right. say, just bring it up. Right. Billy Porter reveals that he has HIV, HIV positive. Okay. Well, no, yeah. no. Go into depth. You, you, you. I, was, was, I didn't say I was going to go We need to talk it. about this. We need to talk about this. No, I mean, no, like, no, no. You was making it seem like this is supposed to be one of the main topics. So talk on it, bro. No, 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 no. So talk on it. Talk on it. I just felt that it needed to be discussed because he is a figurehead in the um. I don't I, now. You know what? The gay community because I don't know how to say the whole letters because it's so much. But he's That's a major head. A, no, no, no. I'm not making fun of it. But he's a major head in the gay. The, um, you know, the gay community, and I just thought that you know it should be mentioned. He's a black gay man, and he finally opened up about him having HIV, positive HIV, and I think that's so we can... So it's because he's HIV positive, that's why we're talking about this. No, I mean, he's a black figurehead in the gay community, and I thought, why not mention that's him? HIV. That's HIV positive. Yeah. You know, HIV doesn't carry the same level of danger that it did. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that I just thought it was... It's, it's no, no, I, I'm just saying, you know, you know, you can literally live like 40 years with HIV. We, we know that. Ma- Magic Johnson. Muscles. We have Magic Johnson. To, you know. No, no, no. Magic Johnson's HIV negative. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm sorry that we're bringing this up as a topic. I don't... He, I just thought he was mentioning He's He's fine. Right. I'm just... Yeah, he he literally you know. said that he's the healthiest that he's ever been. Like yeah. HIV is not the death sentence that it was in the eighties and nineties. So, and I, it, you know what? A lot of people don't understand about HIV, right? So they they it's like your T cells, like when you, when it goes below a certain point, that's when you have AIDS. They say that you have AIDS. 
But and you can always stay HIV positive no matter what. I mean, unless you're Magic Johnson. But medicine, medicine has come so far along that people are living full lives, and nobody dies from HIV. You yeah, die you die when it AIDS. turns to AIDS. Yeah, you don't die from HIV. All right, so, so next topic. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, I, I, no, you really messed up my train of thought. You say he's a prominent... I messed up yeah. your train of thought. But he, this prominent figure got HIV, so I'm trying to figure out what's so big about this. You know what? I'm, I don't want to spend this to something else, so you better chill before <laughs> I spend that shit. So I'm you trying to chill. end this nigga on, so I'm no, trying to get him to say something. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go through sports really quick. NBA playing tournament has begun. Mr. Gus... I ain't gonna say nothing about basketball. Yo, Tech, do you want to tell us nigga what we was doing to him last night? What like what we was doing? What kind of, that sounds mouth, man. Come on, that sounds mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him know, bro. So if y'all don't know, right? This nigga, this nigga Gus, like this is the biggest hater you've ever heard in the world. Mm-hmm. His whole thing is like, oh, I thought the playing tournament you lose in one game, so I want to watch the Lakers lose because that'll make my day better. No, but no, his, no, no. get this. Remember what he said? He said it'll make his team have an easier chance in the finals. His team is the New York Knicks. <laughs> Let's keep in mind, he still needs to beat the 76ers, the Bucks, and the Nets, who are heavily favored to win it all, right? So this one, he's just a hater. All through the chat, all he kept dropping was this dumbass Steph Curry emoji. And let me, and let me just, before I bring this back, I think Steph Curry is an amazing player. With Kobe, you know, obviously out the league and obviously passed away, rest in peace of Kobe. I've really been trying to figure out, like, who's my next player? And I'm like, I'm really going to follow this player. Steph is kind of that guy for me. Like, I, I, I see him choice. play. Not a bad choice. I, I, like, I know people want to say, oh, he, this, that, and the third, and all these other point guards. But I'm sorry. This nigga, Steph, he really showed you, like, look, Clay not here. I'm going to single-handedly bring this team to the playoffs. And he did. He's a video game, bro. It's like watching a video 2K. Game. It's like watching 2K. This nigga pulls up from anywhere. And I, I don't care what any I don't care how many threes or what threes other players hit, no one can shoot like Steph. Because Steph can pull up from anywhere. Sh- with best no shooter point. ever. Period. So respect to Steph. I really do hope you get you get that eighth seed and beat Memphis. Um but the Lakers won. Okay, Gus? With a better I'm, record than the I'm, Knicks. I'm not gonna argue with this. I'm not gonna argue with I'll this. Oh, you can't. No, you can't. Because all not. the I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, me and I'm Tech yesterday, sure. he was texting us. He was texting us. Me and Tech was like, "Yo, me and Tech text each other at the exact same time. Ignore this nigga Gus till tomorrow because we're not gonna respond to this nigga." These so niggas only these nigga these dudes yo, was in the chat. Every time the Lakers were fucking down, they complaining. Man, I'm like, what the fuck? But when they were up, they no complaint. No. I'm like, come on, because we critique our team. We're not, unrealistic. Like we're not unrealistic. Like Nick fans said that. Tech said that. What you said, Tech, about Anthony Davis not being what a a, a great player. Some always shit like talking that? about he's a well, top five like player. I don't see it. I don't see. I it. mean, just because he he's taking not jump shots enough. So. He's, not I don't, he's a big man that takes too many jump shots. That Way I too agree. many. Way too I'm, many. I am a true Lakers fan first, and Ugh. when I see AD play, I hate to God that I see our center at the top of the key. Stand at the three-point line. What the fuck are you doing line. out there? Yo, why Pisses me off. Yo, why I cannot stand it. Why Israel be like dead in the suit? I, I don't. I don't. I, I feel like we argue way too much about sports. But that's what sports is, man. Right? No, no, no. It's not that. You want to know why? I be feeling like Angus is so wrong, and it just annoys me. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not because y'all, but because hold on, but because y'all be going so hard at him, I don't want to be a part of it. 
So I just sit back and think Wait, he's wrong to what myself. What did he say to us the other day? And this nigga Israel responded like eight hours later, like, yo, this nigga Gus is wild. What the fuck did Gus say, bro? <laughs> <laughs> the whole conversation. He read back the whole conversation we was talking about. and I read the entire conversation. And you know, yo, we got, Gus yo, said, this is about to hit the two hour mark. Gus said Come that on, LaMelo isn't the. Uh, LaMelo is yeah. the rookie of the Oh, yeah, LaMelo's our rookie of the I don't think, well, whatever. We, 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 yeah, we're not going to get to that. Yeah, we're not going to get to that. What, what does the time have to do with anything? No, drop out. I just want y'all to just... Go ahead. Go, go, leave out. Yo, just go, just go mute his mic. You want to be done? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you want to get the hell up away with your mic, man. Well, I have the power to do that, so I don't know who's this we. I'll log into that shit and take your power away. With what password? Nigga, the password's in the damn notes. I changed the password. Oh, really? Okay. We'll find you. We'll get that. Bro, he runs the podcast. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm going to get, get this. All right, we're going, man. Anyway, um, Paul, um, the Hall of Fame happened over the weekend. Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, and, as, of course, Kobe Bryant was all inducted into the Hall of Fame. Amazing speeches for each player, especially what Vanessa Bryant did for Kobe. Yo, they're saying that this is probably the best class ever. I, I agree. Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett, easily. And then you got Kobe on top of that? Like, come on, bro. Easily. I said, Gus, you're smoking an obscene amount of crack with your basketball analysis skills. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) He hates hates when I'm thinking, he hates to argue about this shit, but he wants me to argue with him about this. I don't want you to argue. You just be wrong, bro. No, I'm not wrong. I mean, just dead ass wrong. Anyway, so this is an amazing hall uh amazing hall of fame. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, I'm not a Kobe fan, but to see what Vanessa did bringing on um Natalia Natalia? Yeah, Natalia up there to, to wear the jacket, like all of that. Uh, definitely an amazing Hall of Fame class. I don't think we're gonna see anything like that class for yeah, a while. I, I couldn't watch it, man. I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, but, you know, this Kobe thing is still too fucking like, and I, I feel bad because I, for 19 of 20 Kobe's years that he played, 19 years, I hated him. I thought he was the worst. I thought he was overrated. But then when that last year, seeing all the love he was getting and shit like that, and then I really like look back and I'm like, yo, I missed out on a lot of greatness because I was hating on somebody that was literally fucking great. And then he ended up dying. That shit really, like, I was like, what the fuck, bro? It's sports, it's sports man. It's, it's it's always a matter of, just, that's how it is. Sports yeah, is man, but, but when, somebody transcends that, when somebody transcends at that level, Kobe Bryant deserved everybody's respect. You so right, I take back, I mean, I, I take back all the, I take back all the negative things that I said about him. He was a competitor. He played the right way. He took that shit serious. He didn't, want, he didn't care about being anybody's friends or anything like that. Kobe is definitely one of the GOATs. And he will be missed. Yeah. Um, speaking of basketball, J. Cole played his first professional game in Africa. He had a calm three points. Remember, y'all, <laughs> he is 36 years old. Yes. He Wait. He's 36. Hold I thought he was 28 or some shit. No, nah, he's no, 36. No, no. Nah, J. Cole, nah, J. Cole, what? J. Cole been out as long as, like, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's not young. So I'm, Wait, happy, no, I'm no. happy he got his hoop dreams, but he's 36. I'm not. No, no, I wasn't bringing it up as a way of like playing up. I'm just saying, like, J. Cole, give everyone like a 12 point game on everybody, son. And we go, but I don't think he, I think he only played like 11 minutes or some shit like that. So, I mean, he did his thing. So, we'll see how far that goes. I respect that. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he still wants out of Green Bay. It's reported that the Packers offered him a similar contract, uh, to those, um, the same as Patrick Mahomes. And then, uh, the Lakers and the Warriors, they played last night. 
Lakers won off of a, listen, the luckiest blinded three I've ever seen LeBron shoot up. But that shit went in all net because that nigga saw threes and he saw three rims and shot for the middle one. Gave us the win on that one. The thing that was just so amazing about it is that it was literally on Steph Curry, the person that has done this to so many people. And when you saw Steph's face, Steph had the face that everybody else always has when Steph Curry does that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Steph was just like, oh. He's like, oh my fucking God, he made that. Did he really make that bullshit? Look, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm glad we won. LeBron heaved that shot up. I don't know how LeBron was able to get enough strength. Cause that shit that strength came on off. That's all arm strength. He didn't he didnn't like set up. Nigga, that he's all arms and shoulders, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally all arms and shoulders. But here's what I'm gonna say. If the Lakers pull that bullshit again, this is the same shit they was doing in the last fucking bubble last year. This bullshit of getting blown out in the first two quarters mm-hmm. and trying to come back in the third and fourth mm-hmm. quarter, the Suns will not let that shit happen. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker will fucking light us on fire. So they this need to turn it, turning it on whenever they feel like it. That shit is not conducive. No. They can't do that. Yo, AD was like, oh, they were poking the bear. AD, shut the fuck up. That's not what happened. They didn't. The Warriors didn't come out strong in the third quarter, and you guys took advantage. They played a shit game, and they won by luck. They won by luck. (laughs) And then to to even to the Warriors' credit, the end of that first quarter, Steph only had five points and only took like three shots. If Steph was like, I'm going to keep shooting and throw a 50-point game, we would have been fucked. We would have got blown out. So Lakers need to get their shit together. So with that, you, see, you, see, you see, Gus, that's what you do when you're a fan of somebody. You can critique them as well. You don't have unrealistic expectations. You can point out the ne- negative things about them. Fucking Knicks fan. <laughs> with that being said, we're going to go to the bullshit of the week with um, the Knicks fan, Gus. Yes, the Knicks fan. And happy and proud to be a Knicks fan because Shut we're up. in the playoffs, okay, Shut baby? Up. We didn't Just have to fight to week. be in no goddamn play-in, all right? So, all right? Well, Mute that nigga mic real quick, because that nigga got on my nerves. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck you, my man. All right, bullshit of the week. Safari and Erica Mena had their house burglarized over the weekend. They have videos and photos of the alleged thieves, and they allege the robbers have posted videos to their social media flashing the things that they were, that were stolen. Uh, I'm just out of this shit, man. Robbing celebrities' home to get clout on the internet is so... Corny. One, it was it was alleged that one of the photos was one of the robbers wearing their daughter's chain around their neck. Like and nobody's gonna recognize that fucking chain. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like I, I just don't know. We're in the movement where you rob somebody and you have to literally incriminate yourself just to get likes and clout. Listen, man. For the gram. I, listen, I, 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 I'm not. Listen, I don't. I don't sided with these motherfuckers for stealing. But at least if you're going to steal, be calm about it. I mean, just be calm. I'm not going to steal a fucking car and post the fucking car keys in the car with me in it. <laughs> saying, hey, y'all just stole me a fucking car. Like, come on. That shit is corny, man. If you have to get validation from people online, then your life sucks. Because now I know, it took me years to know, everybody's life on, on, the, on the gram and all these social media is bullshit. You Shake. see the motherfuckers, when motherfuckers flashing cash, all this shit, I used to be amazed by them. Like they don't even have you know, a real bed in their house. You, you know what's so funny? I used, to, I used to, I used to be amazed by when I see motherfuckers with all this cars and cash, and I'd be like, "Damn, I want to be like that. Make me want to work harder." And I come to realize, like, damn, these niggas is corny. These niggas are broke. 
They literally Bro, do, all all used, do all the shit for the I, rent. I'm sorry, not the country. I used to see people post up pictures in like Ferraris and shit. I'm like, damn, yo, this nigga my age. Then I learned of the app Toro. And I was like, oh, fuck, oh I could that's just what rent you that car. I could just rent that huh. bitch and then go on the grab. Yo, oh, like, yeah. I used to, yo, I used to see motherfuckers do post pictures on Miami when I was younger and I used to thinking that motherfuckers was got it made, all these cars, cash. And then, and I used to make me feel bad about myself because I'm like, damn, I don't even have it like that. And damn, damn I wish I, I, like I don't know thing. I mean, I'm like, and then when you realize that, because half of the time when I be seeing the people posted, some of the niggas, I'm not going to remain nameless, they be asking me, yo, hey, yo, can I borrow some shirt, some stuff so I can post? I'm like, this is be some corny. It's corny people to get really validation from people that. online that don't even know you, that wouldn't even spit on you if you was on fire, just to get a fucking like. That's why I'm glad my Instagram is under 500 or 600 people, because I don't need, I don't need, I don't need a million or anything like that to get clout. Fuck it, man. Bro, I don't even like. There's people who like if you go on my Instagram, won't even know what I look like. I don't, I don't post nothing yeah, on Instagram. Know. I don't even know if you've seen. So I dropped, bro. I saw a friend right a couple weeks ago, and I pulled up in my car, and it was like, when the fuck did you get this? I was like, I've had this for like three years. He was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, yeah, I've been had this. It's like, yo, you don't post it. And I, and I popped like one picture of my car. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, I don't, I personally, me, I don't flex for them. I don't flex for anybody. I don't think there's a need to flex. The only person I flex for is my wife. That's the only person I'll flex for. And, and when I say and you flex. Fle- and you flex for us when you, you know, show us your new microphone that you had. That oh, yeah, yeah. The Yeti. The Yeti. What's it called? The Yeti I mean, Blue, sound the, right blue Style Letty. It sounds amazing. You don't hear the smooth tones of the hammer tones? You see, you hear how you a hater? You Knicks fan? Yeah. I'm a Knicks fan, yeah. we, we ain't had to play in the plane. Any, what, does, what does that mean? Yes, you didn't have to fuck, play in the plane and with a worse record. Let me be I, happy. Let me be happy, all right? Let's so go. be happy for so yourself. Don't, 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 so, no, feel, no. You, know, you know why no, you what, come at the Lakers? Topic. It's because LeBron's on the Lakers. Get your ass. It's, it's because LeBron's on the Lakers. Anyway, like to go and say, yeah, people. I think people do OD flex on the gram. Like I have friends, I have friends that we all worked with, and if you look at their gram, they pictures is popping, like fire. When you find out that these bitches are scamming at our job, like you, like yo, you were you oh, didn't wow. have money. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said oh, purpose, oh. but I'm not gonna. But, but yo, like, you are not lying because you see, you see that gram, you be like, oh my god, man, yo, you see that's that person the like, stuff. Damn. Oh so, oh so you you take the the J train too. Oh. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm thinking you got the. You know, you got the. You about to get picked up, or you got the Uber, the Uber XL, the Uber Black. Sorry, you got the Uber Black on. You know, right on speed dial. I said speed dial. What the fuck on the app? You got. You could just. You know, you drop the card, but yeah, people flex on the gram. Od, like if like no, no, and I hate this nigga with all my heart. But if you don't know Gus. Right, if you look at his gram, you would think Gus is just an annoying piece of shit that just walks around. But he Gus is, is one an of annoying piece of shit he is an annoying piece of shit that just walks around, right? But he's one of he's probably the flyest nigga I know. Like this nigga has he has everything. Like he's rich, he just doesn't want to admit it. Like, he's y'all rich. gonna stop that shit? Nigga, yeah, whatever, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Like, if, like I used to flip Supreme at one point, and I'm like, yeah, yo, about to flip Supreme and shit. And this nigga Gus will be like, yeah, yo, tell me how much you're selling it for. Like, he, he was just ready. Like, no matter what the price is, we had another man that flipped Supreme OD, and Gus is always ready to, to pull out the bag. So, but you'll never know from his gram because he's an annoying piece of shit. Yeah, and his no, name no. is Proper Etiquette Gus. So annoying. Sounds cool, though, right? It doesn't. It's cool, though. Come on, you can't, that's a funny ass, that's a dope ass ta- uh, hashtag. 
Hashtag proper etiquette, Gus. Damn right, baby. All right, bro. You flex that. But um, yeah, right. yeah, people flex on the gram. Um, yeah, so we could go into the ladies' topic. Go ahead. Um, you with the face. Yeah, this nigga don't <laughs> say much. He don't say much in anything. <laughs> I do. It's just sometimes it's just like I like I really don't be the sports stuff. Well, I really well. Don't we care. know why he doesn't say much because you know supposedly he might be having another project coming out soon. So well, this nigga man, doesn't have anything shoot. to say on our. I want the kid out the bag anymore. Due to, the the fact that, you know, due to the fact that he's uh, busy doing shot, other nigga, endeavors. Nigga, this nigga out here, you know, fucking jumping the ship to somewhere else. But it's all good, man. Yeah, I sound like haters. In, in reality, y'all talk about sports that I don't care to talk about. And I'm I'm a little saucy right now. He, he, like, he, likes, he likes freaking golf, so it's all good. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, so the ladies' topic, the, the question that our ladies asked us this week, and let's just pick the order ahead of time. Let's go Kadeem, Angus, Tech, and I'll end it off. Why the fuck I got to go first? Because you never go first. But that's the point. I never nope. go first. Kadeem, you go first. What was the worst way or the worst excuse you've used to break up with somebody? I refuse to go first. You have to. I told I told a girl that I really wanted to break up with that I was a piece of shit and she'll be happier with without me. And I really just was trying to get her to break up with me because I didn't want to hear her cry. So I guess that's the, the worst I've done. I guess. And it was also, and I was trying to do it as quick as possible because that was the day that Batman, either Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises came out. And I was trying to see the movie. Like I had the tickets for the movie at that time, but I was trying to go to the movies with another person. So I just got her to break up with me. I guess. All right. I, I have to think about it. I don't fucking remember, bro. I've, I've been married. For, I'm married, nigga. Like, what the fuck? What do, what do you want me to tell you? I broke yeah, up with my girl. You obviously broke up with girls before your wife. I let me let me think. I gotta think of some other shit. All right, All right go, right. Gus. Oh man, mind you, my my warp mentality was fucked up young when I was younger. Basically, my whole mentality was in order for me not to hurt a girl's feeling, I would have to do something stupid for them to break up with me because it makes it makes it justified for me to do whatever I have to do. So I had one of my best friends, Peter, from high school and into no adult life. I had him, because he was tight with my, my ex-girl or whatever. I had him literally call my ex-girlfriend and tell her I don't want to mess with her no more. And I had, I believe I had him send her a song by Latif called Without You. And yeah, and it's a touching song, you know. And she was blowing on my phone and I ignored her. And stuff like that. She still brings it up to this day that I'm a piece of shit that I had my friend to you break up. You still talk to her? Yeah, we still. That was the one that we was in the car. You was arguing, and she I was wasn't freaking, arguing. Well, not was, you, but she was. She was wilding out. That was the girl that I had had my boy break up. You know what I mean? She still brings that shit up to today, man. She be wilding out on me. So you you broke up with a girl like that, and she still comes up and picks you up and drives you around. We, 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 no, 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 no. What happened is we remain, let me tell you, all my exes, I like to try to make, remain, uh, remain oh, a good rapport with all of them because I don't want oh. nobody hating me because I was an asshole. You got to respect that. I was kid's behavior, kid behavior. And I, I really want them to know that I care. But she's she's cool because she means a lot to me in my life. We've been through a lot, through whatever. And we became friends. Like, cool. And I, you know what I mean? But she she still holds it against me. But I break. I let my boy break up, break up with us. But I let my boy call and tell her to break up. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, I'm learned not to do that. I learned it just to send a cool text, right, Israel? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Israel punches him in the leg and then breaks up with him. You punch him in the legs? 
ahead, Tech. It's your go. So, um, the situation I, I can talk about, I wasn't actually dating this girl. Um, we had like kind of a situationship. And the, the thing that made it so exciting and and so good was the fact that where I was working, she was in, she was actually a manager there. So, you know, just and she was married. But Take the fact look. that, you know, she was a manager and stuff that that was exciting. That's what was the draw. And then she got caught up doing some shit and she ended up getting fired. And I kind of just ghosted her because because she wasn't a manager anymore. I just lost interest and I just wasn't interested in her anymore. So I was more interested in the fact that I was dealing with somebody that was in a higher position rather than just dealing with her. So you messed with her Old ass Ronald Roy. Hillary Clinton. He goes like this. <laughs> you you're about so you would smash uh, Hillary Clinton because she was in higher power, you know? I'm sure Tech was probably older than this woman, how old Tech ass is. <laughs> Yo, that nigga's fucked up. Uh mine I have two. Um of course you do. When I was like 16, uh, I used to date this girl that had a baby, and she was like 15. Damn, I wouldn't be And one day, I was feeding the kid, and he looked at me, and he, you know, bro, I was feeding him, and he looked up at me, and it was like, if you don't have a baby, like, I know Kadeem knows what I'm talking about, when they look at you, and they're just like, dad, even though they can't speak, but you know they, they recognize you at this point. And they're comfortable. And I was like, ooh. Like, I was so cool with this kid at first. Super chilling with this kid. And then one day, he just did the look up at me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not your dad. <laughs> and, I, and I called her. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Uh, I told her it was because we were too... Um, uh, I moved to Queens. And I told her I can't do long-distance relationships because she was in the Bronx. Then you can't do 10 miles. <laughs> That's crazy. She's in the 10 Bronx. Miles. She was in the Bronx and I, and I moved to Queens and I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do long distance relationships. She said, I can't do 10 miles, ma. Uh, so that was one. And then I did, I got a friend to break up with this girl too. Cause she was just like doing too much. Like we were dating for like two weeks, but like what she would do. Cause I, I don't like that clingy shit. I would go to the park and play basketball and she would just come watch me for like six hours play basketball like sit down and just watch me that's weird and like the first time i was like oh she's like i won't go to park with you and play ball i was like all right cool and then the second time i was like uh what's happening here and so i got my boy like i was i didn't even i was like yo i think we're better off at just friends and my boy just happened to be standing there and this nigga started singing uh damn i think i think it's a corrupt song tech is this corrupt it's over it's over now move over is my turn. You remember that song? I know the song, but I don't remember who the artist was. That's fucked oh, I up. I think it's bro. corrupt. But he it's started corrupt. singing that shit. I know the song. Oh my god, that's so fucked up on that nigga's end. Of the he started singing it. She started crying. I was, then we just went to the other room and played Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually left. That's kind of fucked up. Think of yours. Could he come back? I started an argument before to get someone to break up with me. <laughs> Nigga, that's regular. That's what everybody do, man. Bro, I, I, yo, I just, I'm trying to think shit I did. Like, I was mean when I was younger. So when I say mean, I was just like incredibly blunt. So if I wanted to break up with you, I would say it. But like, to do like fuckery, I mean, I started arguments. 
and made someone think that I was like this super asshole and they said I can't do this anymore. That's the worst I've done. Like, I'm married, man. My life is boring now. The song is It's Over by Corrupt. <laughs> it, it is corrupt. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm, it's it's not the same anymore. Cool. Yeah. This was a fun episode. Yeah. Me and Randy almost got into a fight. Well, you know, those are the best ones, bro. This nigga right. about to go get into a fucking conversation about a fucking car. Nigga get hit with a car. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck is he even saying, bro? I heard him. He's just an asshole. Conversation about cars? Is that what he's talking about? No, he said he's he's talking about how you was getting OD mad because yeah, he said that's why in the tier of this podcast you'll always be at the bottom. Whoa, that yeah, sounds kind of weird okay, in both ways. You can take it off however way you want to fucking take it. You're still going to be at the bottom. Hey, Kyle, you're, the, you're the top? You're, you're the top. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't say that. That sounds like you want hey, me to be the top. Yeah. That's crazy. You're talking about you're the top. So nope. you basically, you basically, you basically indicated nope. that you're the top. I said in the tier of this podcast, there's four of us. You will always be the bottom. In the tier of this podcast. You're the top. You're the top. Clearly... You clearly must want me to be the top, bro. You very I, questionable right no, now. No, 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 no. I'm still what? About the mutual, you very questionable. You're only talking about the bottom. Don't let me repeat top. a name. Don't let me repeat a name that I repeat it, bro. Don't oh, you do it. Come on with your question. This nigga ain't talking crazy. Talking about I'm on the I'm on the bottom. Bro, the top. bro, bro. Don't let me do it. Don't let me do it. Look, I understand. We spoke about the topic you want to speak about. We added it into the podcast. Now you talking about you want to be on top, bro? But so, but you on top though? Next, am I right or wrong? You the only if nigga here that don't want to be yo. You doing a podcast in a tank top with four other, with three other grown men? Like nigga, you try to show up. What the fuck? I can't take my shirt off because y'all y'all no, might no, see no, the physique want... and y'all might get jealous. This nigga's wild, bro. All right, I'm gonna take my shirt off for y'all niggas. Wait, what? Yo, yo, clearly. End this, yo, end end this podcast, it. please. Yo, and he's definitely taking his shirt Why off. Why you? Hold on, hold on. Why your nipples so oversized? What? Yeah, this is very man. That's not the size oh, your nipples supposed to be. God. Yo, <laughs> this oh. nigga got half. He got half dollar nipples. <laughs> Yo, anyway, this is the this is the talking bullshit podcast. You never know what you're gonna get. Gus is an idiot. Yes, he's the top. <laughs> you must. Want- <laughs> Bro, you must really want me to be the top boy. That's crazy, though. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This nigga said Kadeem's the top. Kadeem's the top. Yo, you heard the voice? He said in the RuPaul voice, Kadeem's the top. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Anyway, this is a talking bullshit podcast. Tech always leaves to go to the bathroom. This nigga's not even looking at the screen. Man, I don't know he's what he's He's been doing that shit for the last eight, eight, eight podcasts. Right? Yo, he gotta get his shit checked Man, out. You gotta, right? you gotta, that's you gotta the only, that that's the only thing he can stay consistent about. No, don't, you get a, don't you gotta get a prostate exam? Yo, man, yo, 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 yo. This nigga's stupid. Yo, and the podcast, man. You gotta get the prostate, get the glove, pop. And the podcast, You know they You know they're gonna play booty, 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 booty. Yo, that would be hilarious if they did that shit. Oh, my God, bro. Yo, if I had a doctor's office and it was like a fun doctor's office, you play some music to scan niggas like that. That should be funny. Anyway, um, this is the Talking Bullshit Podcast. Uh, thanks again for everybody listening in. 
Uh, this is your boy Kadeem ending off. Uh, be- and before, just let everyone know when we speak about these topics, there's no beef after these topics. I hope y'all understand that. Sometimes we could get riled up. Sometimes we go at each other, but at the end of the day, like, there's no beef after this. We're probably going to get on a FaceTime, talk for three minutes, and then I'm going to produce this episode and everybody goes to sleep. So this is literally what we do. <laughs> I fuck with everybody here. These are my brothers. I don't care if they don't fuck with me, but it is what it is. So, like I said, it's the Talk of Bullshit podcast. It's your boy, Kadeem. Everyone can give their final um, say-sos and other shit. Instagrams. So right, this is Gus. This is Gus, uh, Proper Etiquette Gus on IG. Um, no Chill Gus on Twitter. Yeah. Oh. It's a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Signing out for the evening. It's your boy Israel said it, aka Mr. Wash Five, and wishing you all a great night, great fight. Thank you all. You know, thanks to all the listeners. You know, you guys are, are the reason why we do this. This is Tech and Music Fan. You can hit me up on any social media networks at Tech and Music Fan. And um, we'll be back next week with some more bullshit. And yeah, I don't like that nigga Kadeem. Fuck him. Dude, I'm like, right, well, mm-hmm. right. yo, oh, 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 leave this off. Everybody, if you have not watched it, watch Invincible. Oh, yeah. After you see the first episode, <laughs> is, after you watch the first watch Invincible. Listen, listen. After, yeah, watch, watch the, whole the whole first episode. Like, some watch people, the whole first some episode. People, they, they, they don't, they don't uh, finish the first episode. Watch the listen, first episode. Finish the whole first episode and hit us up on Talking Bullshit. Or hit yeah, the, any one of us up. Yeah, the first Just, 30 minutes was kind of in. No, 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 no! Don't don't say nothing. Just watch watch the episode to the very ending, to the point that Amazon goes to the next episode. Finish it, and tell me what you guys think. That shit blew my fucking mind, and I fin- I binged the whole show in a day. So, uh, this is the Talking Bullshit podcast. We see you guys next week. Peace. No, we just talking about bullshit as we normally do. Let me talk my bull, man's gotta eat, I'm full, man's got pull, look fine, everything I could, make a couple mil, I should, good. Let me talk my bull, man's gotta eat, I'm full, man's got pull, look fine, everything I could, make a couple mil, I should, good. I'm the man, goddamn, make a hundred grand, I can, dodging Uncle Sam, not jam, I'm blessed, and a couple fans, wave your hands, what's next? Move with the movement, no, we improving, true, put it all together, we the glue, black men unite like the Jews, I knew, from the gate, it was paid, we was not a home place, but I see snipes with the scope, be a broke man, no, we just joke, give him hope, me and the bros got a vision, watch it grow, watch it grow, be the mission, yeah, let me talk my bull, man's gotta eat, I'm full, Got pulled, look quiet, everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. Let me talk my bull.